The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. Welcome, y'all. We are back from vacation, which means this is a fresh best bits. It's not recorded or any. Well, yeah, it's recorded. It's not live, but you know what I mean. Um, What's up? I'm Morgan. I've got Eddie here with me for the part one best bits. What's up, Eddie? Whoa, what? You excited to talk? Are you like, oh, my gosh, I'm so tired, Morgan. I want to go home. No, I'm excited. I mean, we've been on (laughs) vacay, dude, so I'm like... When you go on vacay, coming back to work is refreshing. It's like a whole new... I mean, I've gotten all my work done early. I wake up early. Like, I wear good clothes. I'm not like... Give me about a month and I'm going to come back with the hoodies and like oh, the wrinkled clothes and be like, oh my gosh. Yeah, they do say you come back refreshed. That's why they always say you should let your employees take vacation. Yeah, that's why we should have more vacations. Yeah, but we hadn't. That was our first vacation in like seven months. Yes, but I always need a vacation from my vacation. Totally. Every time I'm like, come back, I'm tired because I like making sure I'm active and doing lots of things. So then I come home and I'm like, gosh, I didn't relax at all. I know. That's the bad thing about vacation because you're just up and you're running and you're doing a lot of stuff that you really don't get a lot of rest. Yeah. What's like, your one chance to go check out like another city yep. or do something fun? You don't want to rest. Why would but I rest? But then you don't want to do a staycation because then you're just like, man, I, I just ruined all that time off and like exactly. just did nothing. Yeah. And so. then you relax and you regret it. So right. it's a little bit of both. I'm like 50, 50. But I'm with you. So we're going to get started. Coming in, number seven, when Lunchbox was on his vacation, which every time he goes to the beach, he comes back trying to put, you know, sunscreen on strangers. And we're not going to talk about that because <laughs> every time it gets a little bit weirder. And there, he almost got beat up this he's time, He's going to get his butt kicked one of these days. And he almost did like, in this I'm one. I'm telling you, he's going to. Yeah, it, it wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> I do want to know if you've had any interesting interactions with strangers recently, Eddie. This is why I asked. Because I went to Lowe's, which was... A miserable experience all in itself um, because they couldn't help me in a lot of ways. But while I was standing in line at customer service for a solid 30 minutes, I saw two guys steal a cart full of tools. What? I was just standing there. Eddie, I'm not even kidding. I started to see some like bustling around of like employees and I was like, what is going on? 
And I just see two guys, regular clothes. They weren't like in mass anything. They had two huge boxes. So like tools that you had to have in these massive boxes, okay. right? They're big. Not like, you know, just a bunch that you pulled out of the... I don't know what yeah. they're called. Toolbox. Well, and and so so is the cart like uh, one of those push carts, like the flatbed push carts, or like a regular grocery store? Regular cart? Regular grocery store okay. cart. But there was two in there, and then one the guy who wasn't pushing the cart was also holding another big tool. And they walked out. They walked out of the exit with them. What? And they just walked out, and they're walking really fast, like not running, but walking really fast. Did the alarm go off or anything? Yep, starts okay. beeping, right? And you know, because customer service wasn't great, I was like, okay, maybe they, you know, they bought it, and it's just beeping. They're taking a long time. So finally, somebody comes over, and they look at it, and they're kind of looking around. Then they look out the window and like see the guys, and they're throwing all this stuff in their car. And you just, not a single employee, Eddie, ran after them. Yeah, I hear they're not supposed to. Yeah. so Like, I hear that's the rule. Apparently, because I watched them. They get away, but they, the employee was watching from inside the store, and she was taking down the license plate number, the car, everything, any details she can have on and what they took, all of it. Interesting. And so, like, these guys, I'm sitting here, and I'm like, dang, they just got away with that. And then I'm like... They also think they just got away with that. Yes. But they didn't. That's what I was thinking because yeah. they're in their car like, dude, we're totally getting away with these tools. This is great. We stole it. We're not going to get yes. in trouble. But then inside they're like, uh-huh. We know uh-huh. what you look like. This is your vehicle. You will get arrested in the next 24 hours. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. That's pretty cool. I like that. But like I was just so shocked that not at least one employee tried to be like hero because I don't like it at least didn't look like these guys were like armed or anything. They, I mean, they seemed very confident in what they were doing, which was a little alarming. Um, but like just regular dudes. One time in Austin, Texas, Bobby and I were working. We used to work at a TV studio and I was talking to him in the parking lot. We were talking just about work or whatever. And he was about to get into his car and there was a pizza place about, I would say about a hundred yards, maybe 150 yards away from our parking lot. And some guy runs out of the pizza place and he is hauling and he has the tip jar and he is trying to get away from these two guys, and they're in their aprons, like pizza makers, like, come over here with your money. Like, you're stealing our tip jar. Oh, oh, so it wasn't Pizza Hut. It was like an <laughs> no, Italian pizza no, place? No, it, it, like, it was like a real, like, mom-and-pop pizzeria. Mm. And so <laughs> the guy's running, and then finally he realized they're getting closer, so he just drops the tip jar. And then <laughs> All that like, work for he's what? He's just like, screw it. You know, I'm not going to get away with it. So here, have your money back. He dropped the tip jar and then kept running into the neighborhood and disappeared. And the two pizza guys were like, all right, well, great. We got our tip jar back and that's great. And they just let him go forever. Yeah, they just let him go. They didn't care because really it was just mm-hmm. all about the money. But I thought like how scary though. I mean, how much money is a tip jar? $20? Maybe. $30? Mm-hmm. And so if the guy would have had a gun... Go back and shoot the two pizza guys yeah. all for $30. It's not worth it. It's true. So I think there are rules in place, especially for like big corporations like Lowe's or whatever. Just like mm-hmm. do not follow these people. But I love that they're like, ah, just let them go. They think they're going to get away with it. But I, uh. I, I want to know. Like I wish I knew the wrap up to that story to find out what actually was the after effects of that. Because they look so casually cool just stealing these super expensive tools. I wish... That the local news would get would be a lot better with Twitter, mm-hmm. like like see we uh, who watches the news right? But when I worked in news, because I worked in news before I worked for the Bobby Bones Show, I worked for news. I worked in news probably for about ten years. I worked like five, took a break, then went back for like another four or five years, and so I worked in the news business. But you save all your content for your news show. Mm-hmm. People may not watch the newscast. 
But anything that comes out on the newscast you put online and that's your stories, those are your stories of the day. Yeah. But anytime like I'm in my neighborhood and I see a cop car or four cop cars at one house, I'm always like, ooh, what happened here? <laughs> and, I, and, and we know as the news station, you know what's up because you have police scanners. Yeah. You can easily call the police station like, hey, what's going on in this neighborhood blah, 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 over here? Or, or somebody could call in and say, hey, uh, news station, this is happening in my neighborhood. And they can just tweet it. Because I always go to Twitter, and I'm like, hey, why are there five fire trucks going down? Uh-huh. Or and like, I, hey, did I just actually hear gunshots? Is that what that was? That's it. That's uh-huh. one that happened to me, like, I don't know, a few weeks ago. I thought I heard gunshots. I'm like, oh, Twitter, 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 and nothing. Uh-huh. And I just wish, like, even if it wasn't a huge story, just simply, like, two guys shot guns in the air. for. They, they should have an intern just out there spilling the tea. Totally. Uh-huh. Because anytime anything little happens, like, uh, two guys rob tools from Lowe's. <laughs> oh, look at this on Twitter. I was there. That was awesome. Yeah, it would be. I hate that would literally be the actual definition of spilling the tea. Spilling the tea. Hey, what if we start that Twitter account? Spilling the tea. Spilling the tea. And we our listen job- to police scanners and we just like hear everything. We just literally start pouring out the details of I used to. Life. So my growing up, my dad had a police scanner. And he listened to it 24 hours. Like, that's all he did. He would would sit outside in the backyard, drink beer, and listen to the police scanner. It's just what he liked to do. And one time, listen to this, one time he heard my brother uh, being pulled over. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That's not a nightmare of a situation for your brother. Yeah. And he comes home like about 30 minutes later or whatever or an hour later. And my dad's like, so how did tonight go? Oh, it was great. We just went to, you know, so-and-so's house and. Hung out. Mm-hmm. Anything crazy happened? No, nope, no. Nope. <laughs> Pretty normal night. Pretty normal night. Okay. All right. You didn't get any. You didn't get pulled over or anything, did you? He's like, why did you ask me that? <laughs> like, yeah, because I heard it on the scanner. So I, I assume he didn't get a ticket. Did he get like a warning? I think he or got something? a warning. But, okay. but imagine you're sitting there listening to the scanner. You're just like, oh, uh, your son's name pops up. <laughs> I need a background check on so-and-so. He's like, wait a second, birth date? That's him. Maybe that was your dad's thing all along as he was listening to make sure you kids were okay. Oh, probably. That was like his helicopter parenting to the max. Well, I inherited that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So when I went to college, I bought a scanner and I would listen to the scanner. And then after I graduated college, I would listen to the scanner at night. And my wife, my wife now, we were dating then, she'd be like, no. You're not listening to that thing <laughs> all night. So she kind of made me get away with, get get away from all that. I never listened to scanners again. And that was it. But I used to, I mean, I was just like my dad. I loved hearing like, you know, four alarm fire, blah, 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 whatever. And then you would hear one time we were driving. You like around, the drama, Eddie. Well, That's what it is. You I don't like know if the it's drama. the drama. I just loved kind of hearing what was happening in my community. It's the drama. It's if it's a police scanner, it's the drama. <laughs> like one time, this is, I, I have vivid memories of my dad listening to the scanner and we would drive around like this is 11 p.m., maybe midnight. And we're driving around town and he's listening to the scanner. He says, here's a burglary in progress on so-and-so, this corner of that street, this corner of that street. And my dad's like, that's right here. That's right here. <laughs> so he speeds up and goes to the, the corner no, of that. No, he did Yes, he did. And I'm in the back seat. And he's driving a Bronco. And I'm like, this is crazy. And we saw the guys run across the street. Like with whatever in their hands, like whatever bags they had, or whatever they were stealing, they run across the street, and I'll never forget. I can see them right now in my head. The two guys running across the street, crossing the railroad tracks, and my dad. When the cops showed up, he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, they went that way. They went that way." And they're like, "How do you know? Like, what do you?" They're so confused because my dad knew everything that was going on because of the scanner. But they're probably like, "Who is this citizen? And how yeah. does he have all this information? Yeah, is he part of the scanner. crew?" That's funny. Mm-hmm. Maybe he was hoping that one day he'd have a citizen's arrest. 
I don't know. Mm. Maybe maybe he just secretly wanted to be a cop and just wasn't good enough to be a cop. I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> that gets a lot more sad, Eddie. <laughs> yeah. I'm not. I'm gonna choose not to look at it I that don't know, way. Maybe. Do you think? And before we move to our next topic, do you think you will get a police scanner as your kids turn into teenagers? No. No, because you can track them on their phones. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but you, but you still can't know everything that's happening. I don't. I don't care. I want them to have their life. I. I my goal is to have this relationship, this strong bond that's that's strong enough for us to just trust each other and just be like, I trust you. I know what kind of person you are. I raised you. You you know which you know what's good, you know what's right, you know what's wrong. Go live your life. Oh, yeah. That's my goal. That's why I'm hard now. That's why I'm kind of like I want to build that kind of like uh no, like you don't want social media now. You don't want to do that because when they do get older, They'll be like, yeah, I get it. I get it now why dad did that or why dad didn't want me to do that. Everything I do as a parent, I try to explain to them as much as I can that this is why I don't want you on whatever. I mean, that's a good thing, though, because at least they're not being disciplined and they have no idea why. Right. Because that's what's hard, right? When something's happening and you're like, I don't know why this is happening to me. I didn't deserve that. I'm a really good kid. And then you get no explanation. So the explanation part is, I think, what builds that trust because it gives them the background, right? Yeah. And I don't think we give kids enough credit. I think they They're know. They're so smart. They know exactly what we're talking about and what we're doing. And, and, and they're not stupid as much as we think they are. No. Like they're not, they are naive in a lot of concepts. They're not naive in how our parents are and the people in their lives are. Yeah. And I was always just a firm believer of like my parents, those were my examples. And if my parents were, you know, POSs, then I'm going to be a POS. <laughs> You know, it's just kind uh-huh. of that kind of thing. It's just like I, I never growing up, I didn't think that I was going to be something completely different than my parents because th- they were my role models. That's that's who I looked up to. That was my norm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so but there were things my parents did that w- weren't the greatest things. And then I see myself later in life thinking that those things were OK. And I'd be like, wow, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, that's crazy that 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 they thought that was OK, because that's well, not OK. <laughs> well, ideally, too, every every kid is breaking some cycle before them. Right. Yeah, yeah that's, totally. I, that's ideal because the reality is, is nobody's perfect and mm-hmm. everybody's going to go through stuff. And the ideal situation is just that every kid just like hopefully your kids do after you is they break some cycle. That's just the goal of like uh, you keep growing yeah. and you learn more because that's also like society things. We learn more as a society than you have to break things as we keep getting through generations of society. So it's not like something that they may be able to break down the road. It's probably something you couldn't break right now anyway. Right. You know what I mean? What's something that you kind of your parents always did that you're like, oh, this is just what I do now because my parents always did it. Oh, I mean, the one that's like off the bat is my house is forever clean. <laughs> Everything has a place. There is not, there's no chaos or disorganization in my house. Now, whatsoever. who was that? Your mom or your dad? My dad. So my mom's super organized and she loves a clean house too. But my dad, I think he has some OCD tendencies that I definitely have. Cause like if something's out of place, when we would be at home, if we would set something down, we would go back to find it and it wouldn't be there. Because it was not in its place for mm-hmm. my dad. And I, I always got but mad. But he would move it? Yeah. Or, or he, would, he wouldn't tell you to move it? He would just move it? He would put it somewhere where it was supposed to be or, or whatever. He would try and get us to do it. But if we didn't, then he would just take care of it. And then we'd get upset. 
But now like I look at that and I realize that was just like something that like really bothered him and I wasn't giving him the credit Yeah. because like now if somebody does it to me, it bothers me <laughs> and I get super anxious about it. You know what I mean? Yes. And so like that's something that I'm trying to break out of me just to not be so anxious about it. Yeah. But it's I, hard though. That's yeah. just instilled in you. That's but, really hard. But it's also not a bad quality, right? I love that it's my a house great is quality. always clean. It's just something that I hope that doesn't like totally run my life, especially if I try and have kids one day or that's part of my that's life it. one day and my house is pure chaos. Man, you know? that's that's what I'm learning right now is like I think my I'm doing this better help thing, you know, with that Bobby recommended and the therapist is like one thing you have to remember is like your kids, they're not little adults. Mm-hmm. They're little kids. And so that's part of my problem, too, of just like I like order in my house. And when one's leaving the lights on or one doesn't close, uh, you know, drawers or cabinets or doors or whatever, or leaves their clothes all over the floor, I get upset because I'm just like, guys, I've told you 500 times, pick up your clothes. Don't toss your dirty clothes on the floor, whatever. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of a thing, too. It's like you have to remember that they're just little kids, even though the OCD runs hard in our blood. (laughs) Like they're still kids and they're yeah. just like whatever. But I I also think it's important to keep a, a a very tidy house because I feel like I want them. My excuse is funny. And I always tell the boys like, hey, your girlfriends aren't going to want you to be uh-huh. dirty. Yes. Like I tell my, my 14 year old, I'm just like, dude, come cook with me. I promise you, you will impress all your girlfriends if you know how to cook. Yes. They're going to appreciate both. They may not appreciate them now. Yeah. But 10 years down the road, they're going to be like, oh my God, I'm so glad my dad did this for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, wow. My boyfriend knows how to cook. Yeah. This and he has awesome. a clean house. And he has what? a clean house. And he does his own laundry. They're going to be a hit. They're going to be married right away, Eddie. I yeah. don't know what you're worried about. You <laughs> yeah. teach them those two things. That's, that's like, so important to me. My, yeah. my wife's just like, uh, why don't we just teach them that God's great? Uh, yeah, that's cool. I do. I do <laughs> that as well. But I want them to be orderly. Mm-hmm. No, it, I think especially as a woman who's dating other kids men yeah that's important what's that like what's that like like what's the percentage of clean men versus like not a lot and I will tell you I cannot I I can't date a messy guy that's just out of the question for me because the reality is is most of the times too if somebody's messy there there's like organized chaos right which I can live with and if they're messy in their own way I can live with that but like our li- if like I live with one, our living space, our shared spaces, like that can't be. And I I will never be able to date someone who is messy. I can't. It's it's it will literally drive me absolutely crazy. If you love the person so much though, if you're just like, you know what, like I will sacrifice the messiness because I love them so much. Is that do you think that's possible at all? Or are you so serious about that where you're like, sorry, I just can't. I don't think so because I think I would spend so much time cleaning up after them yeah. that then it would make me resent them. And I'm already setting it up. But for wouldn't you fail. just tell them like, Hey, clean up after yourself. This is very important to yeah, me. Yeah. And I will say most, most guys when that, like at least in the past that I've dated, that has been a thing. Like if they weren't super clean before, then they kind of clean up their act, right? Mm-hmm. They clean up and they do what they need to. But I, I just feel like there's some that that's a possibility that couldn't happen. And yeah. over time, that happens and I just I'm gonna need a partner who can like make sure that we're on the same team. And when somebody's super messy, you're really not on the same team. Yeah. You're They're right. messing up the house and you're constantly cleaning it. That's hard. It is really hard. And like, yes, if it if this man is perfect in every other way and that's You'll what he go. has, like, yes, obviously. That's not gonna <laughs> yeah. be my never date him, but it is going to be like, it is something on there. Like that's one of the first date questions. I'm like, okay, so you're like super organized. What's your thing? And you can tell pretty quickly. Too. You tell by the way they're dressed. Yeah. 
you can also just tell, like, do they do laundry often? Is their car clean? Like, oh, yeah. there are very easy ways to find if they're... It also, like, when you meet an organized person, I just feel like they also, in a sense, have some of their life together. Maybe mm-hmm. not all of it, but they have moments of their life together. And somebody who's incredibly messy, something is going chaotic because of the result of that. And it's not a bad thing. Everybody's going through stuff, but that tends to be a indication that something else is going on. At least that I've so picked up on. There's so much psychology behind dating. Mm-hmm. You're just like, you're not telling me this, but I can tell by all these yeah. different things. Well, and you don't want to, because my, my whole thing is I will never judge someone what they're going through. It's just a matter of, sure. okay, can they fit into my life? And in that moment, probably not. Maybe later, maybe once this, you know, whatever's causing that chaos mm-hmm. is, you know, um, not fixed, but worked through, then yeah, probably. But in that moment, probably not. At least that's what I've picked up on on the guys that I've dated. I've also dated some real crappy dudes. So who the frick knows, Eddie? <laughs> yeah, all right. Let's, <laughs> it, move, let's move on. It, it could be all over the place. So yeah, there, there's that. I don't even know how we got there. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know how we get to anywhere. The kids, yes. Yeah, but, the kids. Uh, I will, you know, I'll put a pretty bow on it and say that I love that you're teaching your kids that because even still, even though that that's one of the cleanliness is one of the things that I'm at least trying to not be anxious about, my dad instilling that in me has kept me to have a incredibly nice house and kept all of my things very nice. Yeah. Like they would not let me, if I broke something I'd have to pay to replace it. There like you it, go. it was, it, I had responsibility and accountability. And so I appreciate that in my adult life. Yeah. Now. That's great. So like as much as like, Oh, it sucked. I love it. And I love that. That's a part of my personality now or my qualities. Or do whatever. you, do you also to, uh, realize how important it was for your dad for yeah. all that to be clean uh, yeah i do now yeah. like i feel for him and he'll he'll still make jokes he's like morgan you would leave every light in the house on i was like i, I know now i can't do that i gotta pay for the electric bill yeah. it's not the <laughs> exactly same. <laughs> and like i just feel for that you feel it in your heart like dang i was a, i was so mean uh-huh. like i put him through you didn't it. mean to though and that's no. like the thing i think with my kids like they don't mean to do all this but it gets frustrating after the 500th time and that's, that's my common phrase i'm like i've told you 500 times Hey, turn the light off. If you keep telling them, I'm telling you, they will Eventually remember. Eventually, they will. What age did you start turning the light off? Do you remember? I honestly don't think I ever did until oh, I lived great. by myself. <laughs> At least from the, the lights. But I did always keep my room clean. I wanted to make sure I was able to do social events and everything. So yeah. my room was always clean and I always kept that. And I just think having a clean house also made it hard to be messy. Yeah. Him always having the house clean never like really wanted me to have a messy room or a messy bathroom. Right. Though I hated cleaning the bathroom. That was like my worst enemy. Oh, it's disgusting. It is. It's the worst thing to <laughs> so clean. Gross. So yeah, I think you're I think that's great that you're teaching them that. Yeah. And they will remember it one day. Not now. Not Maybe now. not even ten years from now, but one day, I promise you, they're going to look back and be like, I love my dad for well, this. I can't wait for that moment. <laughs> I'm excited to hear those words. You will. I dad, promise. You were right. And you can ask my dad. I think he's literally heard those words in the last like eight years. And he's like, What? I never thought well, I'd Well, I can't wait to hear about Disney because that's the one thing I did. I called my dad when we left Disney. I said, Dad, thank you for the sacrifice that you made to take us all to Disney because now I understand how hard that was for you. We do. We definitely, we got to talk about all the Disney okay. stuff. Um, at number six, we had Luke Bryan in and this is a super easy one, but do you have any games on your phone? Do you play games on your phone? Uh, t- uh, right now I have a game called um, uh, Retro Bowl. Like bowling? No, it's a fo- it's a football game and like the Super Bowl. Oh yeah. But Retro I think is the company or whatever. So it's the Retro Bowl and it's just, 
it's just an old school football game. And it's like you play with little footballers. Yeah, with little, fingers? little football guys, and then you control their plays or whatever, and then you try to get to this, the Retro Bowl. And I've won the Retro Bowl like 10 times. Is that kind of like Madden as a video yeah, game? Yeah, totally. But I mean, it's so, it, it, it mocks Tech Mobile, which was like a something we played when we were kids on Nintendo. Okay. And like, it's almost the same format. So it's kind of something nostalgic mm. about it when I play it. It just like, it reminds me of being like a kid. And my kids all play it. So my all my boys play it, I play it, and something we kind of bond over. Oh, I love that. Do you what guys you, spend a lot of time like in the evenings, or is it like when you're traveling or something that is just kind of on there? Mostly traveling. Sometimes when we're just like waiting on things, like mm-hmm. if we're at a you know doctor's appointment or something, you're like, you want to play tip, uh, retro? Yeah, let's play. Let's play. <laughs> it's like you're bonding. Yeah, thing. yeah. Well, so the reason I ask is because I have I still have Candy Crush on my phone. You do? Yeah, I'm on level three thousand nine hundred and eighty four. What? <laughs> what, what, what's even crazy? Uh, yes, it's crazy that you're still playing that and that you've made it that high I cannot believe there are so many levels I know it just keeps going like every they, time I make it how do they just keep creating levels I don't know it's still a super popular game but the reason it made me wonder if you had one was because there was an older guy I was playing it on the airplane and I'll play it at night sometimes if I just need to like get my mind off of anything I'll just play Candy Crush because it's stupid it's easy yeah, to play very easy mindless yeah literally and a guy was giving me such a hard time about it. he's like you still play candy crush who has like games on their phone aren't you an adult like i got a really hard time about it who was this guy this stranger on the airplane Sitting next to you yeah he was in like the aisle seat thankfully there was a seat open between us or i probably would have like punched him weird but. mind your own business <laughs> yeah, it was buddy weird. he was an older guy and i'm probably making it sound worse than it was but he was just very like curious as to why i had a game on my phone and why i was playing it mm. so i just didn't know if a guy would also have it, no. especially one that's like around my age and not make me feel bad about it. Yeah. And then I think my boys are also playing Wordle too. Is that Wordle? Yeah. Oh, that was a big thing for a while. And I haven't, I never downloaded it, but I like helping them solve it. Uh-huh. They still try and they still do. Hey dad, uh, what is a word that the second, le- <laughs> it's a five letter word. The second letter is like, I don't know. And then one day, one time we were on vacation. I think one of the days we we're driving somewhere and he said, like, what's the a word with? And he gave me the second letter and the second to last letter. And I nailed it. Really? Yeah. I was just like. I, I feel like you'd be really good at Wordle. I was like, I don't know, dude. And I just gave him a random word. He goes, dad, we got it. <laughs> that was it. I'm like, well, that was crazy. <laughs> I love that. Okay. You're making me feel not as bad anymore. And I'm glad. No, play your old game. Who oh cares? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So if you also have games on your phone, let us know because. You can make me feel less alone and getting trolled by a random old dude. That guy's crazy. Get him out of here. (laughs) The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. 
Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Oh, hi. I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from The Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This week, Bobby shared his top five country songs of the summer, which is in at number five this week. And okay, Eddie, listen, I've been watching a lot of things that have like multiverse situations. Ooh, like Stranger Things? Uh, in general, probably. I haven't watched Stranger Things. Yeah, oh yeah. Definitely but, like, multiverse. Marvel is all multiverse. Yes. Like, and I watched a new, another new movie that was multiverse. It's There's a lot of multiverse situations going on in movies, but also like it's kind of being talked about in real life. I want to know. If the multiverse turns out to be real. Yes, which I believe it could be. I fully believe it could be too. What do you hope the alternate version of you is doing with their life? I wish there was a real smart version of me. Ooh, like, like a Steve Jobs like Eddie? a genius. Because mm-hmm. I'm not smart. Like I would say I'm street smart. I'm very like you put me in a neighborhood that's like dangerous or whatever. I find my way to survive. Like I'll find my way to survive, like make some friends. Smarts. I got street smarts. Mm-hmm. I can find food. I could probably find food in the wilderness if I had to. I could do that. But when it comes to like, you know, Bobby Smart, you know, where you're like, let me do a lecture on so and so. Like, I don't know anything. I'm so clueless on stuff like that. So okay. I want my multiverse self to be super smart. So you want it like Steve Jobs or do you want it like Jeff Bezos? Elon Musk. Oh, that that's even, yeah. Like Mm -hmm. just where numbers are flying through my head and being like, oh yes, uh, that'll cost so-and-so divided by so-and-so. And and yes, I think it's possible. Let's do it. Okay. Genius. A total genius. Yes. What do you think he's doing with that genius? Something like Tony Stark. Mm. Which is almost Elon Musk-ish, yeah, uh-huh. right? It's like you would morph Elon Musk and Tony Stark. Because I don't care. I don't really care about technology helping humanity as mm-hmm. some people do. I'm kind of like, technology's cool and it's great. It's crazy that you look up and there's actually planes in the sky and we can get from one side of the country to the other <laughs> side in two hours or three hours. That's pretty yeah. crazy. The it innovation is, side of things. Hey, yeah. it's nuts that we can get online and we can talk to someone in another in another part of the world, or we can look up anything, mm-hmm. and someone already knows what we need to know. That's crazy to me. Yes, internet's and all. And you nuts. want to be part of that, part well, of that innovation. I've never, I don't like my this this universe. Yeah, I don't care. 
No, I'm saying this is alternate. Like if you yes. had a perfect world. This universe, I don't give a crap about technology. Well, and the reality is, is there's going to be multiple yous. If there's a multiverse, there's multiple yous. <laughs> Correct. But if one of them was doing something. I want him yeah. to be like changing lives and mm-hmm. doing all sorts of things. Because this Eddie right here that you're looking at can't do any of that crap. Well, you are changing lives. Yeah, but not, not, with not genius, like that. Not with smarts, mm-hmm. but with your heart. And yes. I think that's just as cool. <laughs> Thank you. I'm going to point that out there. <laughs> Thank you, but I'm not very smart and I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me sad. What about I, you? I mean, I do think like I really believe that a, if there's a multiverse out there that another version of me is probably a CEO. There we go. Mm-hmm. See, you're like me. You don't think you're very smart. I feel very smart and I feel like I could do that <laughs> then now. Then you play easy trivia and then you're just like, I'm not very smart. Yeah, but, yeah just some things like I just, I don't know. I'm like, I don't know that that life's cut out for me. Right. You know what I mean? I'm like, maybe. Like I could see myself leading in that way. I'm very, I I mean, I had a leadership minor. I did a lot of leadership stuff growing up and I loved being a leader. I think you could, you would be a great leader. Mm -hmm. That would be my like perfect world. Like you're not my boss. Let's get personal real quick. You're not my boss. Mm -mm. You don't tell me what to do. No, that's true. But how often do I look at you and say, Hey, (laughs) what do we need to do here? Often. <laughs> Always. Like you lead. You lead whether you want to or not. You're what you're the one that decides what goes on our socials, what goes on our web pages, how it's gonna be presented, what it's gonna look like. You're a leader. Mm-hmm. I do. I love that, but it's not even like a because it's also too, I've seen a lot of leaders that I don't like, right? Like the, well, you, yeah. Well, just like in general. I'm not talking anything specifically. I'm just in general, you see people lead and you're like, that's not what a leader looks like, right? In just different ways. And leading is supposed to be with love. It's supposed to help you grow. It's supposed to help you become another best version of yourself. And I think my passion for leading has really amplified as I've gotten older because I'm just, you see such a lack of it, right? Of really good leaders. You see people who become leaders and then they just, they're, they're not who they're supposed to be. Yeah. Like they were really good once upon a time and then they get it. And that power and wealth is there and they're not there. They're not the who they were before to get there is not the same. Did you ever have a good a boss any time in your career where you're just like, that is just a perfect, perfect like leader? I don't I mean, I'm sure I have. And I like Bobby's a great leader. Yeah, but he has flaws. Everybody does, right? Yeah. But like there I look at like especially just it's hard to because I'm I'm looking at women and there's so many good ones but they don't get the credit that they deserve and where they should be as a boss even though they're so good at it and they have the compa- like the compassion to do it because being a leader has to do with being compassionate and having empathy too it's understanding that people are also human yeah it's hard it's so hard because anytime i've seen someone in a leader position um you got to think that they're they constantly have to put themselves in other people's shoes. Mm-hmm. Like you can you you can't just sit on top of the pedestal and be like, "All right, this is what we're going to do. I don't care what you think, but this is what I need you to do." I think a lot of leaders do that and they're just like, "I can't worry about what you think. Mm-hmm. I, I, we need the company to move in this direction. We need to do it this way, and I don't care what you think and we're, that's what we're going to do." But that's not that's how you piss people off. Yeah. And that's how you get people mm-hmm. to leave your company and say like, "Well, this person sucks. Like, I don't want to work mm-hmm. for that person." But it re- truly truly is a psychological of like, "Well, if I do this, how is it going to make them feel? I need them to be their best, but I need them to work harder, but I don't want to insult them. Mm-hmm. Like there's so many w- weird psychological things where I've thought about like eventually if I want to start my own business, 
I'm going to have to be a, a leader. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, man, and I'm like, I have a hard time being a dad. I have a hard time leading yes. four boys. And But the reality, too, is is I don't know that we have created a space in our society for the leaders that we want. Meaning, like, if I were to be a leader, I don't want people to have to do multiple jobs. People shouldn't have to have carry the weight of 10 different jobs on their shoulders. People should be able to make wages that they can actually live on. People should be able to have work-life balance. There's these all these things that I believe, and, and leaders cultivate that, right? That comes from leaders, and somebody else does that. But we've focused on such a monetary value over human life yeah. that that just doesn't exist anymore. And it's almost hard for the leaders that we do have to be able to put that into practice because it doesn't exist. Well, that's why I think it's so hard about like hiring the hiring process. Mm-hmm. Like you think about how hard it is when you're talking about the human process of like older people, people that have been working for 30 years. Mm-hmm. They are experienced. They have way more knowledge than the person that just graduated college, but they're also worn out. Yeah. And then the the one in college, the one that just graduated college is full of energy, has no problem working till midnight. Mm-hmm. The one that's 40 or 50 is like, I ain't working till midnight. Well, they I, have all the experience to realize they shouldn't be. Yeah, I know. But it's yeah. also tough. And then you talk about the monetary part. Like that's that's the lead, that's the drive. That's mm-hmm. the drive of why you run a company. And you're thinking like, well, you know, I know they deserve more money, but more if we pay them more money, then we're not going to make as much money as I don't know. I, the more I think about it, like I want to be a leader, but gosh, it's so hard. It is. There's no doubt about it that it's hard, but that that almost is what makes me want to do it more because I just I want to figure out a way to do it and yeah. do it well. I'd, I mean, I'd, you know, yes, because that's the goal. Mm-hmm. And wouldn't you want to work for someone like that? Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, Maybe that's the question that. you have to ask yourself. Mm-hmm. Would I want to work for myself? Yes. But but be real with the answer. Mm-hmm. Don't be fake or like, oh yeah, I'm awesome. Like I'd love to work for myself. No, no, no be <laughs> no. real. Like, yeah. would I really want to work for myself? And I would. I feel like I get along with I, people very well. I agree. I like working with you. Yeah. Thanks. For for you. <laughs> for you. <laughs> you don't work for me at all. I just yell at you sometimes. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I'll listen. I know, but hey, if I forget a video and I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Morgan, don't fire me. Oh wait, you, she can't fire me. <laughs> Hey, back to the organization. That's part of it. That's where a lot of that comes in is I'm just incredibly organized Mm -hmm. and that, you know, the organization cleanliness of my life really peered into my work life. So yeah, yeah, I I, I do hope multiverse version of me as a CEO somewhere because I feel like we are capable of that in some realm. I agree. Mm -hmm. Would you be a superhero? Oh, heck yeah. One of the other ones better be a freaking superhero. Dang right. Right. And we've talked about this. What's your, what's your superpower? I think mine's going through walls. My well, mine would be to be I don't. However, I would do this would be incredibly fast, just so I could travel everywhere. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Uh-huh. And mine was just like I don't just I want to go. I want to go from here to the parking lot. I don't want to go down hallways. I just go. You don't have any barriers. Right. You have the invisible like cloak. Yeah, yeah. Just the wall does not exist. I. You know what? I hope someday we get to see the multiverse. That'd be. And I hope we get to find out what that looks like, especially after seeing the NASA post. I'm like, there, there is. There's other universes out there. Life exists. So, okay, I saw you post about this and I had just read about it like seconds before you posted about it. And I thought that's so crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it's not crazy. There's there's just, I mean, you look up in the sky and it's like, well, of course, this just goes forever yeah. and ever. Like, what's, there's what's, no end. There's no end. It's crazy. But did you also see that um, 
I don't, I don't even know you saw that you've seen this movie, but it's a wonderful life. Did you see in the article about how it's connected to it's a wonderful life? What? No. So in, in it's a wonderful life. Have you seen the the, the movie? It's, it's a, been a really long it's time. It's the black and white Christmas movie yes. of like, you know, the guy who he loses money and he wants to commit suicide and he says, I want to kill myself. So then God sends down an angel to show him what his life would be like if he did kill himself and he didn't exist. Mm. And then it cha- makes him change his mind and be like, well, forget it. I don't want to die. I want to be. I did change a lot of people's lives while I lived on this earth. So I'm important. Well, in the beginning of the movie, and this is a 1946 movie okay. or something. Yeah. So there's a graphic, It's which is probably just like a poster board that they drew. Of like this sky, dark sky, and the stars are talking as if it was God and it was an angel. And if it was like they were conversing about George Bailey and like, did you hear George Bailey talk? And the little lights are glimmering. And the picture in the movie, the drawn picture, looks just like the galaxies that they found in that telescope. Are you serious? Identical. And they were like, people are just shocked at how identical those Mm-hmm. Um, the constellations of those galaxies or whatever look like to the old movie. I mean, that could go along with the theory that people have, like, they're reincarnated because mm-hmm. that means whoever mm-hmm. created that could have had a, a past life or future life And they life saw or that, whatever. so and- they drew it, mm-hmm. exactly what they saw. Yep. And now here we are, like, with the technology that can see far, far, far away, mm-hmm. seeing exactly what that person saw. Yes. Pretty amazing. Well, and I, but, like, oh, my God, that's that's insane also, too, because that's your favorite movie. <laughs> yes, my favorite Christmas movie. And, like, movie. just it all connects, uh-huh. like, so cool. Um, but, yeah, I, I looked at that picture, and I was like, one of those galaxies is ours, and we exist in it. And there's five others like ours, and you're going to sit here and try and tell me that, like, other life doesn't exist. There's so There's much just out no there. Way. It's There's crazy. No possibility. It's crazy. Even if they're just be in the beginning stages, maybe they have dinosaurs on their planet right maybe. now. Maybe. You know? Maybe. I don't know. I just I look at that and I'm like this there's just no other there's no other option than to say it exists in some yeah, form. Yeah. But that blew my mind. Everybody was sharing that. Everybody saw that and was like, "What That's is that?" It's an amazing happening? picture. Amazing. Well, yeah, it's like real life, like a literal real life like superhero movie is yeah. what it is. So, have you seen Thor? Yes. You did see mm-hmm, Thor? Mm-hmm, Let's I did. can we talk about Thor? Yeah, uh-huh. Did you love it? You know, I did. Like it was good. I just wasn't expecting it. Everything I wasn't expecting. Yes. That was the best way to describe it. Like I d- I Have wasn't, you seen you've seen the other Thors obviously. Yes. Okay. I wasn't in love with it. It's not my favorite Marvel movie. No. But I laughed so much. Me too. The goats? I I could have I could have done like without <laughs> the 50 goat yells. <laughs> But like you know, it was funny. It was yeah. funny, and that that's not a spoiler. They were out in the trailers, no. but I I'm telling you, every time the goats came out, I laughed my butt off. I was like, why? I love that Chris Hemsworth, who is this like you know hunk of a dude, and he's mm-hmm. Thor, and he's like good looking. The ladies love him. Can make fun of himself. Yes, and I know he's playing a character, but I love that Thor makes fun of himself. Oh, you will love this fun fact. So I was watching TikTok and it came up with the director who is the rock guy. Yes, yes. And uh, Chris Hemsworth. They were in an interview. I can't say the the director's name. I can't either. Yeah, and I don't want to mispronounce it. Um, But he said, so the monsters that are in the movie. Yes, the shadow monsters. Yes. um, The kids of all the actors are the ones that drew them. And then they took those pictures they drew, gave them to effects... And those are the monsters that were created. The kids of the... All the actors. Of all Chris the actors. Chris Hemsworth, his kid, the producers. Really? That's kids, cool. Yeah, all of it. And he was like, they He was like, they are scarier than heck. And they came they really from all are. of those kids. They really are scary. Uh-huh. 
Right? That's funny. Isn't that cool though? Like Chris Hemsworth kids were like drawn and they're like, oh yeah, here it is. So my son also told me that Chris Hemsworth, the the little girl, or is it a little, yeah, little girl, the little girl, that's his real daughter. Is Chris Hemsworth? Well, Mm -hmm. I did not know that. I didn't know that either. But he told me the little girl that comes out in the movie, and if you watch the movie, you'll see, that's Chris Hemsworth's real daughter. I I don't know. That's what my son, my son just reads so much about movies. Mm, That's cool. He knows all the inside stuff. He knew that he's like, hey, at the end of the movie, dad, we have to stay because they do those little. uh, Oh, yeah. The end credits. You have to stay. There are. Hey, by the way, and this is no, there's no no no. spoiler so far, but there are two end credits. And and one of them you really need to watch Mm -hmm. because you get really excited when you see it. Yeah. We go ahead to talk about that one off air because I saw it and I literally was like, no way. I So let me tell you what happened in our movie. So we go, uh, and my three boys are like, Dad, will you take us to go see Thor? I said, yes, let's go. Which, were you at all wor- like worried? Were they, because these are, how old are your boys? They are seven, eight, and 14. And you felt it was okay for them to see it? They, they watch all, all, all Marvel, and okay. we've already discussed, they're going to say words in there and whatever, and just... I'm just making sure you're not allowed will, to say those words. Well, people will ask me if it's kid friendly. I'm like, I don't freaking know. It's like it is, but it isn't. Yeah. Like, it just depends. Like, I think we try to avoid them for so long, but it's like this is Marvel. These are superheroes. Like, I want them to watch these movies. Boys, you know the words that I'm talking about. Don't repeat them. And I really don't think there was that many in Thor. There's a few. Yeah. Not not, not really. And mm-hmm. they're very good about not like taking those words and using them. Yeah. That I know of. <laughs> but, <laughs> so, but, yes, kid friendly if your kids are mature. Yes, if okay. they're mature enough to understand they can't say those words. But um, uh, so I take my kids. It's it's a I think like a two o'clock. It's a two o'clock screening. And we had plans to be somewhere at five or six, five or six later that night. And so we watched the movie. The movie starts. And about 30 minutes into the movie, uh, the picture goes black. Oh, gosh. And the audio is still going. Like, you can hear the movie, but the picture goes away. No. And we're like, huh, okay. Everybody starts kind of looking at each other and what do we do here? And then you see some, like, people get up and they go out. And then more people get up and they get out. It lasted (laughs) for about five minutes. And then finally I send my son. I'm like, my 14-year-old, like, hey, go out there and go see what's, what's going on. So he goes, and then he comes back and says, oh, something's wrong with the projector. They're, they're fixing it. So then about 10 minutes later, <laughs> this is 10 minutes of all audio and no picture, they rewind the movie. To the point that it kind of stopped? No. The picture comes on, and it's probably about 10 minutes before when the picture stopped. Okay. And we're like, okay, that's fine. We can rewatch 10 minutes. And then 30 seconds later, it stops and it goes to the very beginning of the movie. So they start the movie all over again. This is 30 to 40 minutes after it started. And so you hear everyone in the the audience go like, like, what are we doing? (laughs) Like, are we going to sit here and watch 30 more minutes of this movie? So then again, you see the dads like huffing and puffing. They go out (laughs) and they come back. And then one of the dad goes. They said they're not going to re- they're they're not going to put it back where it started. Like they're just going to replay the whole movie. So if we want to stay, we're going to stay. <laughs> and so like half the theater goes, "I don't have time for this. Oh, I'm not going to rewatch 40 minutes of the movie." So half the theater left. And I, and I kind of looked at my clock. I'm like, "We're going to be pushing six o'clock." But you know what? I don't want to bring the boys back to watch this movie. Yeah, you're like, we're just going to stick it out. So we stayed and watched it. So my question for you is, what would you do? Would Wait, you go oh, and okay. ask for your money back? Or would you just sit there and rewatch the movie just all over again? Gosh, I don't know. You've already watched 40 minutes of the movie. Yeah. It's, it's a two-hour-long 
Uh-huh. Like two hour two, long. A little, a little maybe, over. A little over two. Gosh. I Wait, so did you guys stayed? We stayed. Okay. We stayed because I didn't want to go. I don't know. Eventually, we'd yeah. have to go back. Mm-hmm. I think I would have stayed. I've been like, I'm already here. I've already got my candy. I'm already like ready to right? go. So I just got on my phone, started looking at Instagram. Like, yeah. well, I've already seen this part of the movie, and no one's going to be bothered by my phone light. I can't believe that happened, though. Yeah, I don't know what kind of technology maybe the movies have mm. that where they can't just go back to, you know, the 40-minute mark. <laughs> but it never messed up again after no, that. No, it never did. <laughs> you guys really just got the crap. It was crazy. It was crazy. But and it, we were laughing at just how mad people were. It was like, yeah. oh, I'm not doing this. This is crazy. I'm getting my money well, back. All the things to be mad at. This is nothing. Granted, though, you do pay like 20 bu- bucks a ticket. You kind of want the movie to work. That's true. So That's I true. didn't get that. It's just weird. I, I don't know. The whole thing was kind of weird and like, I've never been in this situation before. Dang, and you guys roughed it out. Were the kids okay? I mean, because that ends up making it, especially with the two in credits, that makes it like at least three hours. It was a three-hour movie for us, for sure. Yeah. How did they but do? They're they're great. They're, they're fine. Good. Yeah. I mean, they they love movies. That's the one thing where they can sit and like watch the entire movie. Oh, good. They loved Guns N' Roses, too, which is uh-huh. awesome to me because Guns N' Roses, that's like 80s. And I was an 80s child. I grew up in the 80s. And so like hair rock Guns N' Roses to me was like... My wife doesn't like it. I never get to listen to it around the house because all the kids are like, what is that? That's crazy. But the fact that it's in a Thor movie, they're like, hey, this movie music's so awesome, Dad. We love it. Oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. Yeah. That was you geeking out as the rock dad. You're like, this is amazing. This yes. is how I get them to love it. Yeah. So now we play Guns N' Roses around the house. They're like, oh, play it again, Dad. Yeah. Well, yeah, because now it has that affiliation with mm-hmm. the movie. Mm-hmm. I do that with, because uh, you saw Top Gun. Yeah. The Lady Gaga song, Hold My Hand. I'll now play it because it's in that movie, that and I Ain't Worried, which is the beach scene where they do all the oh, dancing yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll play both of those and I'll be like, I'm watching Top Gun again. Uh-huh. It's like in your head, but not in your head. Because it's part of the movie. Yep. Mm-hmm. What's the song that they sing in the bar where um, Miles... I, the- I know what you're talking about, but I don't know what the song's called. Is it? It's an old song. I've lost that love and feeling. I think so. I could probably <laughs> Google it and find it very quickly. Top Gun song... In bar scene. Yeah, in bar scene. Yeah, let's see. Miles Teller. You've lost on- that loving feeling. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because that was a huge scene in the first one. Yeah, that was like pulled from the first right? one for sure. Because his dad sang it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I watched the the old Top Gun again after I saw the new Did one. Did you really? Mm-hmm. And it was just as good as it was before. It is. Yeah, but I will say like the, it's really hard. It's always going to be hard for me to like an old movie over a new movie. I'm just so used to the new technology. Yes. It's really hard. It's really hard. I mean, yeah, this looks so real. It looks beyond real. Mm-hmm. And then you look at it, 1980s Top Gun, and you're just like, oh, my gosh. It's not the same. There's no special effects. No, and the fact that, like, all those actors had to learn and be in those freaking yeah. fighter jets for that movie, like, yeah. insane. And in the old one, they're just in, like, in a movie studio. Yeah. S- question. Do you know who Russell Crowe is? Well, I knew he was in Thor because one of the other girls said it, but I would have never known. When I saw him, I would have never known that's who that was. It's crazy because he's bigger now. <laughs> he's older. Yeah, he's also, bigger. Yes. And mm-hmm. Russell Crowe uh, in the 90s, I guess 90s, 2000s, I don't know. He was ripped. He was gladiator. Oh, yeah. He's super attractive back in the day. He was gladiator. He, he was Thor. Yeah. Listen, I'm looking at these pictures of him from back in the day. He's so attractive. He, also, as Thor, he reminds me of... Ah, what's his name? He's in P.S. I Love You, that actor. P.S. I Love You. I'll look it up. He's also in the um, 
White House Down or whatever? Well, I don't know any of those movies you're talking about. Gerard Butler. Him oh, in, he does kind of look like him. In Gladiator, he kind of looks like Gerard yeah, Butler. Yeah, he kind of does. That's always who I thought that was. Dude, he was a heartthrob, <laughs> uh-huh. like, back in the day. But you know what? It happens to the best of us. Yeah, I get it. Happens to the best of us. It, yeah, I, I would have never known that's who that was in that no. movie. Yeah, ever. It's, it's crazy. I saw he, he popped up, and I'm just like, is that? And then I had to look it up after the movie, and like, it sure is. That's crazy. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Okay. Well, what do you give it? Because you also reminded me when you were talking about how the boys loved it. We'll talk about Disney next. And there, yes, there's a ride we got to talk about. Um, what would you give Thor? What did four. you give it? I would give it four hammers out of five. Hmm. I think I'd give it 3.5 goats out of five. Nah. <laughs> loved the goats. Ah! Every time they came on screen, I started laughing. They were so stupid. Yeah, it, it was funny. You know that also I learned about the goats. That those were in another TikTok video that came out with an interview with all with that same director. Um, those goats were inspired by a meme about Taylor Swift. The, there's a meme about one of her songs, and there's a goat singing it, and it goes. Ah! Well, that I don't. That's I don't. That's weird because those goats. Do you remember how it started? Uh huh. The goat. Yeah. The screaming goat. I do. Okay, so that was like a video that happened what ten? Oh yeah, no, but ten it, years ago, it popped up in the editing or something because the uh, apparently, if I can remember this interview correctly, those goats were not supposed to make noise initially. Oh, and gotcha, the meme gotcha, popped gotcha. Up and they're like, "Oh my gosh, Taylor Swift." That's funny. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, because you, as I remember, the screaming goat, which yep. is like just a video of this goat that's. Didn't it's we, like her song, and then it all of a sudden just cuts to a goat being like, ah! Yes, what song is that? I don't know. Maybe we're never getting back together? I don't know, but I, I do rem- I do remember yeah. that, where it was like part of the song where it'd be like, ah! Yes, yeah. I do remember that. I mean, that. you really want to know, you guys can look it up on the internet. Yeah, we're not going to do that. The interview is on there, but... Um, Here we go. Here's Scuba. I believe it was Trouble. Do you knew you we were, were trouble when I walked in. in. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Kuma. Yeah. So that, yeah. But that was, that's where that came okay, from. Okay. So fun facts about Thor fun? when you go and see it. Fun fact. Yes. Um, but I do have, so we're going in. We're talking about Disney because in that number four was the vacation recap. Everybody went everywhere, but majority of our show is in Florida. Yeah. Just different cities in and Florida. And I saw somebody post like, or somebody commented like, why did you go to Florida? I'm like. Florida's awesome. It is awesome. I love Florida. You do. Florida's your happy place. It is because I grew up by the beach in South Padre Island, South mm-hmm. Texas. So the beach was 45 minutes away. And now if I go to the beach, I'm going to go to Florida. That's true. It is the closest. You do go there a lot. I do. What is your favorite city in Florida? Probably Destin. Ooh, those have well, some pretty Well, it's beaches. not a city. I mean, Destin's a good destination because it's got beautiful beaches. I love Tampa. I'll say I'll say destination okay, because good. I think it is a little different in Florida that there's all these different kind of locations. Yes. So Destin. Oh, my gosh. Destin's just beautiful. White mm-hmm. sands, crystal clear water. Like, it's just gorgeous. Mm, yeah, that is a good one. Yeah. But, well, I'm glad you, do you feel like you need to say some more to that listener who commented about why you always go to Florida? No, just like, why wouldn't I go to Florida? <laughs> like, Florida's beautiful. Florida's great. It is. It is beautiful. Inter- it's interesting people. than heck, though, I'll tell you that It was much. so hot. Oh, my God. Like, really, really, really hot. If I could change anything, it would be not going when it was hot. But as I've mentioned, like, we don't get to choose. It's just we, we get the vacation when you get it and you go. So when you went to Disney, did you stay in a, on on the property? We didn't stay on the property. Okay. So we didn't stay in a resort. But we were, like, we were, like, 10 minutes away. We were in a resort near there. Okay. 
it wasn't worth the prices were so sky high oh, to stay crazy. there. It we're like we don't we're not kids like we're fine. We're gonna right. be here to sleep. And you don't want to sleep on a Star Wars bed. No, I don't, I don't need to. <laughs> you don't want to sleep on Lightning McQueen. No, I don't need any <laughs> okay. of that. But I will say there is a benefit in staying at those if you can stay not in like the peak times because you can get in earlier on Genie Plus. Sure. And you can get stuff reserved and you can go into the park 30 minutes earlier. How early did you get to the parks every day? We would get there 30 minutes before it opened. Isn't and we'd wait in line. And you were not alone. Mm-hmm. How many people were there? So many people. It's crazy, huh? The most that we dealt with was Hollywood Studios. Yeah. Because that has the Star Wars attractions and that line to get in there was nuts. And people were just so stoked about everything. And like, I will say my... Um, and I want to know yours too. My two favorite parks are Hollywood Studios and Epcot. Yeah. I Like if I were to go back, I could do without Animal Kingdom because I rode Flight of Passage, which I feel is like the only kind of big thing there. And that was awesome. But like- Flight of Passage. It was the Avatar. Oh, the one I told you about. And you loved that one. I did, but right? I got sick. You did get sick after yep. that one. Mm-hmm. Like did you- I get nauseous. Mm-hmm. It's so cool. It looks great. And it really feels like you're flying. But man, after I got done, I'm like- Bleh. You did. And it could have been like, again, it could have been three days of straight roller coaster ride. Yeah, but I don't think that's it. There was a lot of people that would say specific rides made them sick. Mm. Did you do Soren at, at, at Epcot? Yeah. That one's similar. Yep. Did you get sick on that one? That's what I'm saying. I think it all built up mm. to me going to Avatar. There. Like I did everything else and roller coasters, Soren, all that, whatever. And then once I got done with Avatar, I'm like, like I'm just over it. Like my my equilibrium is just off. Was that your last day, Animal Kingdom? Animal Kingdom was the last park we did. Okay, so you yes. did in your order. What did you guys do? Magic Kingdom. Okay. First day. Second day was Hollywood Studios. Okay. Third day was Epcot. Fourth day, Animal Kingdom. Okay. And what was your like two favorite parks? Uh, I'm like you. Hollywood Studios is legit. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Because that Star Wars, which. Did you love all the Star Wars stuff? Because you and I it. both love Star Wars. Of course. It was so awesome. It was like you walked in there and it was like an entire Star Wars movie. You're in the village. You're yeah. in like the, a Star Wars planet mm-hmm. and you're walking in there. People are, did you see like stormtroopers and everything yeah. there? Oh, listen, a stormtrooper tried to, tried to come up to me and I ran away so fast. <laughs> I was like, I'm not about to be yelled at. <laughs> That's funny. One of them yelled at my mom though and she just stood there taking a video of Are him. you talking about when you're walking in the village or uh-huh. during the ride? No, okay. well, I did get yelled at by the, First Order uh-huh. on the Rise of Resistance. Yeah, ride. isn't that crazy? Yes. He yelled at me too, and I'm just like, whoa, dude, this is supposed to be fun. He's like, shut up, get in line. I'm like, okay. <laughs> They're in character. Taking your job way too serious. Well, so like I had a hat on and I had a backpack, and he and I wasn't, I was just laughing. I was taking videos of everything. And he walks over and he's like, I told you to take that off. And I was like, that was very aggressive, sir. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I didn't need that. I bet they have fun just doing that oh, all day, yelling yeah. at people. They so do. And uh-huh. he was so, inca- like, how he didn't, like, break a smile, I have no idea. Uh-huh. I was laughing at something, too. And he goes, you think that's funny? And I'm like, no, <laughs> no, it's not. I'm sorry. Like, I regret everything. <laughs> they really I'm make sorry. you feel bad. Yeah, because you're your prisoner. And that, that was cool. Just everything Star Wars was cool. We did all the, diff- we did Smugglers Run, Rise of the Resistance, and Star Tours. Did you guys do all three of those? We did all of them. Mm-hmm. So cool. And they all are different, but they all feel very very immersive, like you're in the movie. Yeah. Which out of the three, which was your favorite? The I don't I don't remember what it's called. It's, it's the Rise of the Resistance with all the stormtroopers. That's one of our stormtroopers. You go in the big thing yes. and then you get out and they're all in there. Uh huh. And then you kind of they, you get shot at. Yes. Yes. Rise of the Resistance. Rise okay. of the Resistance. Legit. Yes. And I will say, let me. Here, I have my I have my list, so you can tell me what what you think of my list. These are my favorite rides from okay. each park. And um, where did I put it? 
where is it? It's on my phone somewhere. Hold on. Um, I did love at Rise of the Resistance. This is what I have at Hollywood. Studios. Are these in order? Just like um, grouped together okay. for each park. Okay. So all the Star Wars: Rise of the Resistance, Smuggler's Run, and Star Tours. Smuggler's Run was that the one in the Millennium Falcon? Yes. Legit. Loved it. So cool. The only thing I did. Didn't you did you fly? No, I I I was a. Gunner. <laughs> okay. I was hitting that button so fast. Okay, okay. I oh, wonder if it even make the difference. Were you a pilot? I was a pilot. Did you? Well, I think it did because when we got done, the girl yelled at our pilots. Really? They're like, you guys are terrible. <laughs> I thought I did a good job. So I don't did, know. Did I you get complimented? I, everyone was, I don't know. I think everyone was just focused on what they were doing. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, I'm just keeping it the way it's supposed to be. And like, I did pretty good, I think. Well, you probably landed it. The Millennium Falcon. The Millennium Falcon. So cool. Um, and then Toy Story Land. I loved Slinky Dog Slinky Dash Dog. and Toy Story Mania. Legit. Mm -hmm. Yes, Toy Story Mania. Which one was that one? Where you shoot the things. It's like a target practice, oh, basically. Oh, that was all right. It was that, cool. That, I, I think that was the first ride we did when we got there because it was the shortest line. Mm. Did you wait in a lot of long lines? Yeah. Uh, did yeah. you not do any of the lightning lane stuff? So, yes, we did. We did. <laughs> You're laughing. We, we did. We did some of that stuff. But um, since our family was so big, we had to break up. Mm. We had to break up and some would have the pass and some wouldn't. So I, gotcha. my memory of that one was waiting in line for a long time. Mm. Slinky Dog? No, we went, we flew through that one. Yeah. When it's hot and you're waiting in line, you're like, why do I have to keep waiting in line for all of these? Do you didn't like Rock and Roller Coaster? Oh, my mom and sister loved it. I, I listen, Eddie, I hate roller coasters. So this whole Disney trip, I was terrified of roller coasters. I hate them. I don't like that is like, but you a, love them. No, 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 no. I know you hate them because they're scary, but you love no, them. No, it's like a full on fear. I'm telling you when I did splash mountain, I had tears and I was shaking. <laughs> I have a fear of you roller coasters. Yes. And not so in a why good do way. Them? So, but Peer pressure. I, a little bit. Yes. But also I was like, I don't want to miss out if it's something I am capable of doing. So the things that were well, yeah, hard. Yeah, you're capable of sitting on a cart while it rolls. Not, listen, when we went to Universal and they did Velocicoaster, I was like, I'm not capable of oh, doing yeah. that one. I will literally vomit all over everyone. Because <laughs> it's a it's a double whammy for me. I'm afraid of them and I get nauseous. So I did Rock and Roller Coaster, but I hated it because it had inversions. I don't like going upside down. Oh, yeah. And it's in the dark. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know that. I read about it and I was like, but everybody's like, if you're afraid of roller coasters, this is one you can handle. I read, Eddie, about every single roller coaster online before I did it. I knew what was happening. So I that's why there were certain ones I did not do. I did not do Tower of Terror. The biggest <gasps> thing I Morgan. know. The biggest thing that I can't handle is drops. Oh, that's a drop. Mm -hmm. That's a drop and then up and a drop again. Yes. And a drop and a drop again. So like if roller coasters have straight down drops or like inversions, if they're small, I can handle them a little bit. Mm -hmm. Even so, we're we're walking a gray area. I learned that about myself. I've at least gotten to the point where I can handle that, but I cannot handle drops. So like Rise of the Resistance, there's a drop. I literally peed my pants. I was like, I hate Oh, everything. I do remember that drop. Yes. I didn't know it was there. It that's was a, not anywhere that's, online. That's a, that's a minor drop. Oh, but even that, Eddie, I literally but like that was like But that was a widow, widow drop. Yeah. No, I couldn't handle that. <laughs> <laughs> so you really think I could <laughs> No. You could, Tower of Terror? You could not have done Tower of yeah. Terror. Yeah. So that was like going into that week, but I was really pushing my boundaries because I wanted to experience as much as I could. And I did. I experienced 99% of good, things. Good for you. But I was peeing my Man, pants a rock lot. and roller coaster is so cool. You got Aerosmith. They're like, hey, we're going to take off. All right, show's over. Get in the car. <laughs> and then you go in the limo. 
I loved it. it. It is really cool. I'll give it that. I won't ever ride it again. Okay. But my sister and my mom rode it twice. They loved it that much. That's cool. So I will say, and they're the thrillers of our yeah. family. My dad and I were very happy sitting there eating pretzels. <laughs> so your dad didn't do it just for you, though? No, he get, he's where my nausea comes from. He gets really sick. <laughs> he gets more sick than I do. We That's took funny. We took so much dramamine, Eddie. Really? My dad and I, we just were like... Just for roller coasters Just and to rides. go on the rides. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just because we knew it was going to happen. So we just took it, and it got us through the week. But we'd still come off and be like, oh, crap. <laughs> All right, I want to hear so, Magic Kingdom. Um, Magic, Magic Kingdom was my least favorite park. Yeah, I, I see that. I love the As castle. As an adult, I get it. Yes, I love the castle. It's, it's a lot of ding, 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 like, oh, look at uh-huh. it, Peter Pan. Like, ooh, Though, it's a small world. Has the best food. Really? Mm-hmm. Did you have the Dole Whip? I did. It was the strawberry Dole Whip, oh, though, which nice. is even better. Nice. So good. But yeah, I love the castle, and that was fun. But So my favorite ride But there, the castle you just look at. Yeah. But, and they had it. the fireworks, which was really cool. But Epcot has a better fireworks show, yeah, in my opinion, true. at least. Um, Space Mountain. Legit ride. Yeah. In the dark, though. You probably it didn't like that. Dark, but no but flips. No flips. No, like, I was good with that one. Okay. So I enjoyed Space Mountain. Um, we did that first thing in the morning. So that kind of set us up for failure, too. Yeah. That was like the cool ride. Yeah. Uh, we did Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor. Did you do that? No, I think that was closed when we were there. Really? Oh, mm-hmm. it was funny. They basically sit there and troll everybody. Really? Yeah. They're literally trolling people in the audience to make you laugh. And you have to, like, collect all the laughter. It's oh, great. that's great. I love yeah. that. Put in the little canister or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that's one awesome. of my favorites. I also love Monsters, Inc. Did you do the um, the ghost one, the haunted one? Yes. What's that one called? Haunted Mansion. Haunted Mansion. Mm-hmm. Did you like that one? It was fine. It I, looks- yeah, like I like, if I if it were Halloween, I think I would have liked it more. Yeah, yeah. It's just, just a regular summer day. <laughs> yeah, just like walking and I'm like, okay, cool. The holograms are pretty cool. Uh-huh. That was about it. I don't know, man. Those two ghosts dancing down there, a little scary. Yeah, the holograms. Yeah, pretty scary. (laughs) You thought it was scary? (laughs) I mean, it's spooky. It's just kind of you looking at me like- You were afraid of the haunted mansion? No, no, I wasn't scared. (laughs) But I was like, that could definitely be spooky. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so that one was a good one. Peter Pan's flight was pretty cool. Oh my gosh, get that out of here. You didn't like it? Oh, it's one of those again. Like I waited an hour and a half to get on this thing. Yeah, it's not worth a wait. These are like (sighs) anything at Magic Kingdom to me- Besides Space not Mountain worth and, and Splash Mountain are not worth the wait. Did you do Splash Mountain? Mm, I did, but okay. I nearly backed out. That's the one that I was literally crying on, and I was shaking. My mom was holding my hand, <laughs> and my whole body was shaking. And she was like, "Morgan, we're there are no be twisties okay. on that one, is there? No twisties, but there's a fifty foot drop. Oh uh, yeah, and water. Yeah, yeah, but it's still a fifty foot drop. Yeah. At least, thankfully, it wasn't straight down. Okay, it was kind of like slided down. Did you get on the boat? Pirates of the Caribbean? No, the boat, the big, big, big like um, Jungle Cruise. Yeah, Jungle yeah, Cruise. We did you did that, that one? one? It was pretty cool. cool. That was on my list. What was your favorites at Magic Kingdom? Magic Kingdom, <laughs> I think. Well, for sure, um, Magic Mountain. That's what it's called, right? Space, Space Mountain. Space Mountain. Uh, <laughs> All the mountains. Whatever. There uh, are a lot of mountains. Oh, my in. gosh. Did you do um, the It's a Great Big Beautiful oh Tomorrow? Eddie, that's the worst ride ever. <laughs> Okay, so that one might be my favorite because it's so bad. Oh my god, like, Eddie, that's your favorite? Yes, because it was so hot. Um, it, it was like 105 degrees, and there was no line to get into this thing. And I'm like, oh, what is this? And you go in, and it's like Walt's first ex- exhibit in the World's Fair back in like 1950, Okay, wait, I think whatever. we're talking about two different ones. Are you talking about Walt Disney Presents, or it's a big world? It's a great big world. No, not, not, no, you're thinking of it's a small world after all. Yeah, the creepy dolls? That one's dumb. Okay. Don't do that one. 
You know what you want to talk about? Carousel Scuba? of Progress. It Carousel is the greatest ride at the freaking theme park. It is so cool. Sorry to interrupt, but it is so fun and so cool. If you didn't go on it, you missed out, Morgan. Did you? I did. We went in Walt Disney you Presents, out. but it wasn't there. Because the nobody goes to it. No but one goes to it. It's the best part to like relax, get some AC, chill, Thank you. and see a, like a funky old thing that was created like almost 100 years ago. Yes, and it was what? Walt's like first uh, creation of like, and it was genius. He's trying to show you uh, the progress of technology from back in the where there was no technology to future technology of what it's going to look like. Wait, it's a ride or are you talking about the exhibit? It's a, it's a, what would you say, Scuba? It's like a ride slash it's, exhibit. It's a ride, but it's a show. And it kind of, back in the day, showcased his animatronics, which is very synonymous to Walt Disney World, which was hard to replicate at the time. So it basically goes through time of the U.S., which is kind of weird because the family doesn't really age that <laughs> they fast. Because it goes from like 1920 <laughs> to like 2020, but they're like sort of aged, but yes. not really. And well, they try the to dog's age. alive the whole time. <laughs> the dog stays alive for the next 200 years. Hey, yeah. if Walt Disney could have figured that out, I'd be very happy that he that but out. it's genius because it's it's a thing that he made in the middle and you revolve around it. Okay, so I did not so go you on sit it. down on your on your seats like a theater seats, and that thing goes around the carousel. You move whatever in the middle does not. Oh my gosh, Eddie, we were in there. We were looking. We walked through the whole exhibit. So but I why did didn't not, you do it? We didn't know there was. There's a, a great there. big beautiful tomorrow. Shining at the end of every day. Then go to the, ne- go to the next one. It's like, I'm horrible. Well, hey, look, everyone. We got turn of the century here. I just Fox. killed a bear. <laughs> I got a cold sarsaparilla. It's the 4th of July parade today. <laughs> yes, so it's like, oh, I just went out for a hunt today because we are in the 1840s or whatever. And then it finishes. And then it's like, it's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow. Then you move on to like the 1920s. And it's like, oh. Oh, now Sally, where are you going? I'm going to the hop sock, you know? And so they just keep doing that till it's like future day or whatever. And it's, oh my God, it's so cool. Okay. Well, make sure if you're going to Disney to check that one out. But it's terrible. It's terrible. It's like the animatronics, like Scuba was saying, they're just so old. They're old and like outdated. But this is something that Walt did back in like mm-hmm. the 50s or the 40s. And it was groundbreaking back then. Well, and even if you don't go on the ride, which, also, they should like change the way that that's presented because they don't say that. They say it's a show. Yes. If they would say it's like an attraction, I think people would do it. But um, so you saw that it was a show, and you're like, nah. We're yeah, good. they just said it's a 10 minute show, and I'm like, okay, we don't need to go. We're seeing it because in that little museum thing, they have pictures and they have all this different stuff in there from his history, which is yeah. really cool. And you see a lot of it, so you're like, okay, I don't need to see the show. So. Maybe that's something people need. To I know. love that one. <laughs> okay, that, that's your favorite. I imagine it's my favorite because it's so bad. Okay. Well, no, it's, there's nothing as bad as It's a Small World. It's okay? a Small World creepy. I, but I, I read that they were going to be done with it. Like, I, they may be destroying Eddie, that. Listen, half ride. of those dolls were not working when we were in there. And, and I literally felt like I was in a horror movie. Yes. And it's so stereotypical. Uh, yeah. I went by the bad. Mexican, the, the little Mexican world. I'm like, guys, stop it. Come on. We all don't wear sombreros. I'm pretty sure that exhibit <laughs> is per- pretty old. Yes, for sure. <laughs> so I would not suggest Move on, that guys. Uh, but yeah, then Big Thunder Mountain Railroad was a good one. That was a good, was a good mm-hmm. ride. That was a good one. And yeah, Splash Mountain. Did you do the Seven Dwarfs ride? We did, but like not worth waiting in no, line for. No, it's not. People hyped that one up and we did lightning lane on that. Thankfully, if we would have waited in line, I'd be like, this is stupid. Yes. So I just, again, Magic Kingdom as an adult is not it. 
If you want to go with kids, perfect. They love it. The kids yes. will love it. Kids will love it. If you are an adult, I suggest you go to the other Did ones. you meet Mickey, Minnie, No, Goofy, we did not do any okay. character <laughs> <Okay>. meet <meet-greets>. and <laughs> All right, just checking. Just Didn't checking. go that far. We saw some. We saw Soli, and we saw um, Chewbacca. Oh, Chewie was walking yeah, around? Yeah, we saw Chewie. That one was cool. But, like, I didn't go up. I did meet Bumblebee at Universal, which I totally geeked out over. From I did wait B? for him. From Transformers. Transformers. Got it. And Got he's it. my favorite of all Is time. Is that Universal? Yeah, that was Universal, so that was that was separate. I'll talk about that one a little bit, but yes. And then Flight of Passage, Animal Kingdom, and Guardians of the Galaxy, though, is the best ride at all of them. Guardians of the Galaxy, that was Universal. No, that's Epcot. It's Epcot? It's, I don't think it was open when it you were there. It wasn't open, uh-huh. and my son was so mad about that. And you were talking about your sons with Thor in that song. Oh, my God, you have to go on Guardians of the Galaxy. Really? It is like, we wrote it twice. We did a queue and then we paid for it to ride it again twice because we loved it so much. That's awesome. And I, it's a roller coaster. It, it is a fast freaking roller coaster. Really? Like I got sick both times and I still did it twice. That's how much I loved it. It was so, so cool. So it see, is, you do love roller coasters. I loved it because. This has got to be a good one. Well, it was so immersed into the Guardians of the Galaxy movie line. Mm. And so I was so distracted and so like excited about what was happening. I couldn't think twice about the roller coaster yeah. that was going on. Don't get me the wrong. That roller coaster is freaking crazy <laughs> if I actually paid attention to it. That's so funny. good. Like, I think you need to go back just for that. For oh, him. we'll go back. Trust me. I, I mean, I'm trying not to rush that return. Yeah. We'll let it happen whenever it happens. Okay. Well, you need to go back for that. And yes. Ratatouille, which I bet was open <gasps> when you were there. I love Did Ratatouille. You do? You go no, I love the movie. <gasps> what is it? There's a ride. Okay. What's so, the ride? Um, It's like, did you see Frozen at Epcot? No. Did you do any rides at Epcot? Uh, just the big... The Soren. The Soren, the big ball, the car. Mm-hmm. The big car. Test track. Test track did okay. that. Yeah, those were some of my favorite. Drank Epcot a little has bit. has a lot. Yeah, a got little a little bit. buzz going. Had a lot of food. Got a lot of food. All the things. Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, Ratatouille is, you. they immerse you in like smell and feel and you're literally cooking in the kitchen with Ratatouille. It smells good. Yeah. Well, my sister told me I, did, I couldn't smell it. Oh my gosh, you can't smell <laughs> But she told you me you could to smell Ratatouille. it. You went to Ratatouille. And you can't smell. Yeah, but it's still so cool. You're in a cart. Morgan, you don't have your smell back. <laughs> I, we're not dwelling on that. I'm Listen, so sorry. I'm trying to tell you about this really cool. I know, new ride. but I'm sorry you went into a ride that that revolved around. Smell I know it's fine. You it's smell. fine. It's fine. I got wet. It didn't matter. Um, <laughs> but you're literally cooking with ratatouille, and you're moving in this cart, and you're moving all around, and he's like tossing you around, and you're like in the kitchen, and it's so cute. It was one of my favorites, like Guardians of the Galaxy, Ratatouille, Soarin', Test Track, Mission Space Green, Frozen, and Turtle Talk with Crush were all my favorites at Epcot. I'm sorry, you can't smell. Okay, we're not. I'm so stuck. I'm so stuck on that because I, 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 I know you talk about you not smelling, and I'm always just like, well, whatever. Like it's just smell. But this is sad that you went to a ride where your sister had to tell you, (laughs) hey. Promise, I promise you it smells really good. Okay. <laughs> Eddie, again, not okay. dwelling on okay, it. Okay, we'll move on. But it's like Soren. You remember in Soren, you can kind of yes. smell and feel things? You can smell in Soren? Yeah. I couldn't, again. Uh, I think they My lied to you could. on I think they lied to you on that one. Well, it was I like don't... good smells. It wasn't oh, like, yes, it was yes, like yeah. lavender. Yes, you go into a flower yeah. bed or whatever. Uh-huh. And you, yes. So it's kind of like those smells. You didn't and smell like... the lavender? No. Oh, Morgan. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay, we're going to keep moving on. You know what? Universal? No. Um, Animal Kingdom, Flight of Passage. Let me tell you, Animal Kingdom, this is my fourth day. We were over it. I was like, can we, can we go? It's also not, if you do, there is a really good, 
cool bird thing that happens if you're in the right place at the right time by the Tree of Life at about like 10, 15, 9, 15. Um, they have trained birds that just fly over That's and stop. Cool. Something that is like not very well known. And they don't, they they advertise it, but they don't tell the times because they're birds. They might decide not to do it. What about the big mountain? I didn't do Mount Everest. Mount Everest? You didn't do Mount Everest? My whole family did though. I didn't. They say it was good? Yeah. That was a good one. They liked that one. That one was really good. I enjoyed that one. Yeah. They did like that one, but I did not do that one. That that was a lot for me. That was a 70 foot drop. I did 50. Yeah. That was my goal. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, Universal. Did you guys make it to Universal? We did not make it to Universal. Oh, my goodness. I did They're, Universal when I was in high school, but I haven't gone, like, recently. recently. Do your kids like Harry Potter? Oh, yeah. They love all that. Oh, my gosh. No, they, they would go. love so, so, you totally. So, you, did you do a spell? What did you do? You yeah. did something. like. I got an interactive wand. Okay. You can buy it at, uh, gosh, what's the name? It's all, it's all Harry. It's literally yes, the entire like thing the is town. Harry Potter. And so you walk in to get a wand, and you can choose who you who you got for a wand. I got Albus Dumbledore, which okay. is the massive. Ma- it wasn't. It was his first wand, not the Elder Wand, to my understanding. I'm not entirely I don't know sure what that means. <laughs> Harry Potter people know know what I mean, uh, to my understanding, but I'm not 100 percent sure. Either way, it was a Dumbledore wand, and you take it, and in both sides on Universal and Island of Adventure, you walk around Harry Potter World and you cast spells. And it literally moves. They have all these different things. They give you a map and you go around and you cast the spells and it'll move how it's supposed to. How if much you do was it the right. wand? Like 60 bucks. It's not bad. It was worth it to like, it was just so much fun to be a part of that experience. Yeah. I would go and like all these little kids are doing it and I'd do it with them. And when I would do it and they couldn't do it, they'd be like, oh, and they get so excited. Like, yeah, I'm a wizard. Yeah. And then I'd like help them, <laughs> teach them how to do it. Cause there's like a little sensor thing. You have to like really? that to do it. <laughs> And You're I did, old enough I to know that. I am, but I did not want to like give that to them. Right. So I would just help them guide them in that direction. That's and then really it funny. happened. Like one of the things I did, I cast a spell and I made a water fountain turn on. That's cool. Yeah. They're like, then, oh, wow. Mm-hmm, there's a chocolate frog. Um, that's like a huge thing in the Harry Potter movies that you can like open up and it opens and it, like, it? makes music. It, it is. They have it in the candy shop if you want to buy a chocolate nice, frog. Nice. So that, just, that'll cost you a very yeah. little $20 bill. Yes, a little bit more money. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, and then I got two butterbeers. I got to watch fireworks. We did the ride in Hogwarts Castle. Like That's, Harry Potter World rivals Disney hard. That for me. train station looked legit. Yeah, the Hogwarts Express. Uh huh. Literally really like cool. it. And inside every little carrier, they have uh, like a screen in there that's showing like you're riding to Hogwarts. So there's no windows. You don't see out of it. You literally just see this screen and it looks like you're going to Hogwarts. That's awesome. Yeah. So cool. So like top things of the whole week, Guardians of the Galaxy ride and Harry Potter World. So you did five days? We did Monday through Thursday. Four. Four days. So how did, so how did, did you do, do you double up on one of them? Yeah. So Monday we did um, Hollywood Studios. Tuesday we did Magic Kingdom. Wednesday we did Epcot. Thursday, we did Animal Kingdom until noon, and then we went to Universal until yeah. about four, and then from there, we went to Islands of Adventure Got it. after. Got it. So, yeah, I think Animal Kingdom is a good one to just kind of rush through. It is. I don't, unless like your kids are really into animals, and I'm really into animals, but the whole zoo thing is really hard for me. That's a complicated world. Mm-hmm. And so it was cool for the few hours we were there, but I could have gone without going. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I was so over it at that time. Mm-hmm. It was just like... We were there for about six hours, and I remember seeing, I think I told you this, I saw a listener, 
like I, I'd been really good. Like I'd been so good for the four days we were there. But that last day of 100 degree weather, I was mm-hmm. hot. Our kids were hot. And my baby was like, Daddy, water fountain. I'm like, just go. Take your shirt off. Get in your diaper and just jump in the water fountain. And I let my baby just kind of, it was one of those where like the water mm-hmm. kind of just shoots up. Oh, yeah, a little splish splash. And he was just in his like little diaper, shirtless, like <laughs> like just getting wet. And I was just sitting there like, all right, just go for it. I'll sit here for 30 minutes while you do this. And a listener was like, producer Eddie. I'm like, oh, great. This is the one time a listener is going to see me while my baby's jumping around naked in the splash pool. They probably didn't care. They probably they totally care. understood. They didn't care. But I was so over it. I was like, yeah, hey. I'm I do. Like, I'm very curious to know for you, because for me, I'm like getting to experience it older like, we never went. That was my first time ever going. That's crazy. Which, like... Props to your parents. Props <laughs> to your parents but for like, holding out. The whole time my sister and I were talking to my parents, because it was my parents and my sister and I that went, and all of our first times, and we, like, it was such a cool experience to remember everything, because it is harder. When you're a kid, you don't remember it as much, and I don't know that you, like, really know how cool of an experience you're getting. Yeah. So do you feel like you're like, oh, gosh, do I need to take the kids again or do I need to wait till they're older and they're going to remember it? I think we wait because I saw uh, when we went this last time, I saw a lot of people your age Mm -hmm. with their parents going. And that's a different experience of like, "Ah, let's skip. Come on, let's get Magic Kingdom and let's just go to Epcot. I would love to like once my kids are older, just like, hey, let's go to Disney and just enjoy it as adults. Mm hmm. You know, well, let's, it's such a different experience, different vibes. So I think we're done. Maybe the the baby may want to go again, you mm-hmm. know, when he's older, because he's not going to remember any of that. The, did the, did the, you guys take him on rides or did you and your wife switch off? We'd switch off. Okay. There are certain rides, he, like, you know, the Winnie the Pooh, Peter Pan, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. He can do all that stuff. But the roller coasters, we would just switch off. Oh, man. But yeah, I think he would be the only one we would go back for. Maybe we'd do a one on one, maybe like. We would just take just him uh-huh. because it's 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 crazy to take everyone. Well, I, it's a like, lot. Eddie, I was watching all the families and like I was like, I'm struck. I literally because of, again, July heat in Florida, there were moments that I kept telling my mom, I was like, is this what menopause feels like? Because I feel miserable. Just so hot. Hot and just like from the inside out hot. Yeah. And I could do nothing about it. And you'd see a bunch of people just sitting like in the shade, like yes. pouring water all over their heads. And or they're like, with all these small children. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm barely keeping it together for myself. I don't know how you're keeping it together for all of your family. That's why I just let my baby just just jump mm-hmm. in that pool. Like, let it rip. So do you like, were you, is there a time too where you're like, you maybe want to go back with just your wife? Yeah. I wouldn't, well, no. See, that's not my ideal vacation. Like, okay. with my wife, we go to Florida. <laughs> like, we'll, <let's, laughs> like, we're going to spend time on the beach. Go to Hawaii. Let's, we're going to the beach or something. Like, but with my kids... The fact that they love it so much, because like we went to Florida on our vacation Mm -hmm. and they kept looking like, Dad, hey, we're only like four hours away from Orlando. Let's go to Orlando. I'm like, you crazy? No, we're not going to Orlando. (laughs) But yeah, they would go in a heartbeat. They loved it. I love that they love it. So maybe the next big family vacay to Disney will be when they're older, like maybe when they're teens or something. I would like that Mm -hmm. because like you said, different vibe. We get to kind of just slowly do things. We're not just running around like, all right, we got to do the little cars because you're little. Mm-hmm. Let's skip all the little stuff and let's go do stuff that we'd really enjoy. Yes. And I gra- want to smell ratatouille. <laughs> and go on Guardians of the Galaxy, yes. which you literally will love. Yeah. It'll be your favorite ride. But I'm going to tell you for my sister and my mom, the Velocicoaster at Universal or Islands of Adventure at Universal Studios. It's confusing. Um, 
and Hagrid's ride, which is the new Harry Potter ride, were two of their favorites. It was those rock and roller coaster and um, Guardians of the Galaxy. That's cool. Those four were like, and they're like the big thrill. Love them. The Velocicoaster is insane. Really? If you love roller coasters, you have to I go do. to that one. I love like, them. That one goes straight up, straight down, massive drop, like hundreds feet drop. I don't even know what it is. <laughs> they go upside down, backward, all the things. It's nut. It's Jurassic Park is what yeah, that one yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, you would love that one. Those were their top four. If you're like super thrill person, mine are all like pretty good for me. Also, they have Spider-Man and Transformers at Island of Adventure, which were my favorite. They're like they're like Ratatouille in that they're incredibly immersive. When I was in the Transformer one and the Spider-Man one, it's like they're you become a Transformer and they're pulling you around like you're getting thrown around like you're one of them. Okay. Spider-Man, it's like he's throwing his web and you're attached to it. Ooh. You're getting flicked across the Ooh, city. Oh, that's cool. Insane. Like, I do think Guardians of the Galaxy compares with Universal. Universal has, like, definitely the top tier rides, if I had to. Interesting. That's, like, how the Harry Potter w- rides are, too, where they're just super immersive. You're, like, in the movie, and that's how Guardians was. So, like, those are, as and, an adult. And Universal is what, like, 30, 20 minutes away from Oh, we, t- we took an Uber from Animal Kingdom. I think it was 20 minutes. Yeah. And we were there. And Islands of Adventure, the reason we were able to fit it in is open one hour later. So if you do what we did, Universal's open to nine, Islands of Adventure's open nice. to ten. I will say. Good life so, hack. Um, yeah, and I, did, uh, I did, didn't I did do any other hacks than that. I just did a lot of research online. Yeah. And oh, I, oh, people, Genie Plus. People are really good at sharing little hacks yes, on how to do Disney. Yes, it's all over the internet. Mm-hmm. So if you're just like super savvy with the internet, you can plan a pretty cool. We rode every single ride. We did everything we wanted to do. Um, and so, yeah, and I will say I, wa- I, we walked in that week, Eddie, 35 miles over yeah. 80,000 steps. Oh, you feel it uh-huh. for sure. And you don't, I mean, you don't realize it cause you're just going from ride to ride or standing in line or whatever. But yeah, if you have a Fitbit uh-huh. or your, your, I, whatever watch, yeah. is it called? I, Apple, I, watch. Apple watch, I watch such an old man, uh, no, it's okay. uh, like you have one of those, it'll, I mean, you'll be shocked. Yeah. We were shocked every single day when my wife would be like, you know, how far we walk today. Yeah. And your body feels it, not not oh, during, yeah. but like after, after. you Once come you home, sit down, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, my feet hurt. Yep. So I, t- I tallied it up. It was 35 miles, 90,000, 80,000 steps. That's amazing. Insane for the four days. So, and, and that's why you're still tired. Yes. That's why I'm literally still recovering. <laughs> I need a vacation for my vacation. Yes. But anything about exciting about your vacation we didn't get to talk about? I mean, you know, I, I do have a crazy story. And this is like we, we went to Miami and we stayed at an Airbnb. Airbnb okay. and, and it was really nice. Like it was a little house. You know, it was a three, two bedroom house. Had one kind of like little sunroom, I guess. And it had a pool. And it wasn't a big pool. It was a... Maybe 15 by 15 foot pool. Okay. Still a pool. Perfect size for our family. And we have little ones. So like they loved it and it was really cool. Well, we check in or whatever. We get in and we look on the rules on the, like in the house, it says, you know, like pool closes at 10. Like no one, you can't use the pool after 10. The pool that you're, you have. The house pool. Okay. I can't use the pool after 10 because the neighbors don't like it. And it's like, do not be loud, you know, no music or whatever. Just be considerate of your neighbors. And it said, keep the back door closed. The pool that the the door that went to the pool. And I was like, all right, so whatever. We stay there the day, whatever. And we spend the night. And while uh, I guess it was one of our kids would leave the door open. Mm. And 
I, I saw the rule when I got there, but I didn't really pay too much attention about it. But then like the second day we get a message from the Airbnb people. that says like, Hey, heads up, you know, just a friendly reminder. Um, uh, Make sure that back door is closed. <laughs> we're like, the, and we look camera? at each other. We're like, uh, was this coincidence, or were there cameras? <laughs> like, oh wait, was there a sensor on it? There could have been. Not that I saw. Mm-hmm. Not that I saw. But the house did have like ring cameras mm-hmm. outside. So I'm thinking, so so my wife totally freaked out. I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. They're like, watching you. They're totally watching us. And this is creepy or whatever. Me, I'm like, whatever. Like there, there's a camera over the pool and they can see the doors open. I don't care. But at the same time, like it's got to be a coincidence. It's got to be just like a friendly reminder. Like, hey, we have humidity problems in the house. Uh, maybe it's just a friendly reminder, like they said. But more, I was like, no. Maybe they say that because of alligators. Maybe. Because isn't it Florida where like oh the gators go into oh houses? And there stuff? are gators everywhere. Yeah, everywhere, which is crazy. But yeah, so that was kind of a fun little oh thing from our. It was funny. I we, don't think it was coincidence. I think they saw it. You in think some they were way. watching? And so whether it was a sensor, a camera, or they like walked by at somehow. Well, don't tell my. Well, we we would always joke that they're like, well, they're listening right now, and be like, oh, I would get the plumbing fixed in this one if you're listening. You know, like this bathroom's <laughs> I don't got think weird plumbing. They were listening. <laughs> I do think they probably had cameras and saw it. Though. Probably kind of creepy a little bit. A little bit, but also at the same time. I don't know if I were an Airbnb owner, I wouldn't have the same. You just can't, you can't anticipate if people are going to actually do what oh, they have to do. Totally. So I think I would still do, even though it's creepy, I think I would still, like if I actually owned an Airbnb, I think I would at least have cameras in some fashion. If That's something. what I told my wife. I'd want to know who's staying in my place. Mm-hmm. Like, because what else? Like, you're not going to know. Like, say I, I, your house, it's an Airbnb and I want to stay there. Like, you kind of want to know if I'm taking care of it. Mm-hmm. You're yeah, not, like, you're, you're not going to okay? be like, oh, let me watch him shower. Like, <laughs> no, but you want to be like, what, maybe just check the front camera. Like, oh, yeah, they, yeah, they look nice. Nice family. Yeah. Or at least you just have an idea. <laughs> yes. Or maybe you capture something on there that can actually help you later <laughs> yes, on. So I, don't, so I don't blame them if that's what happened. Uh-huh. But the whole week, week I was going to, I was trying to convince my wife, like, no, it's just a coincidence. It's not a big deal. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh yeah, for sure. He's watching. Definitely watching. Oh, my gosh, Eddie. That's hilarious. Yeah, pretty funny. And I do agree with you. They were watching. Probably watching. Hey, everyone's watching. Always watching. (laughs) The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here... We have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. 
Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, And to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Well, that was our vacations. We had some super fun ones. We're excited to be back with you all, but I think we're also excited to go on vacation again. Maybe? Am I the only one? (laughs) Yeah. I was just making sure I wasn't the only one. Oh, I'm good not working ever again. (laughs) You don't go that far. We're going to get fired. Um, at number three this week, Amy had some miscommunication at a Mexican restaurant. Hilarious story. You'll hear that on the best bits, just the bits, if you listen to that. Eddie, this week, there was National French Friday. Yes. And I need to know, mm-hmm. what is the perfect, in your mind, the perfect French fry with the perfect dipping sauce? And I'll oh. let you think about it. I'll give you mine, and I'll let you think, okay? You know what I've, I'll tell you what I've never tried. And, and everyone says it's so good. Well, yeah, I want that, but I still want your favorite. Yes, Wendy's fries with fr- the dump dipping it in mine. the frosty. That is mine, but and I, I've never done it. Oh, Eddie, you have to do this. This is not a question of <laughs> if it, you have to do this. But you like Taco Bell? Like, do you ever? What about their uh, what fries do they have? They don't have fries. Are you talking yes, about nacho fries? Nacho fries. Yeah, I do love those. But listen, I can love a lot of things. No, I know, I know, and, and you do. It, but I'm saying like this is the perfect combination, and so I put I'd put a McDonald's French fry dipped in Wendy's chocolate frosty. Dang, McDonald's fries mm-hmm. are really good. They are. Yes. And if you dip them in that chocolate frosty, I'm telling you, it is chef's kiss. Uh, there's no other frosty, right? It's just they're all chocolate. I think they have vanilla. They do. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Yeah, it would be that or a crinkle cut fry covered in cheese sauce. Is crinkle the spiral? No, those are curly fries. Oh, what's crinkle? Crinkle is when they're like little. You know when you crinkle a paper. Mm-hmm. It has wrinkles in it. It's kind of what a crinkle cut where they they look like a accordion. Oh yes, it looks yes like a little yeah, accordion. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, then yeah. there's there's waffle fries, straight fries, crinkle cut, curly fries. I do like waffle fries. Or I don't know tops. why. Yeah. I don't know why they're just cut differently, right? There's really no difference. I think they're yeah, but they I think because of the style they get fried differently. Mm-hmm. So what would be? You just heard my two like perfect look, worlds. I'm very simple. Mm-hmm. I love McDonald's fries. They are my favorite. Although sometimes you get them and they're cold. And I'm not opposed to telling them, like, hey, can you get me hot, crispy ones? And they will. To be that, that's fair. Cold yeah. fries are, don't taste the same. They're as terrible. Hot fries. Mm-hmm. They're terrible. That's why by the time I get home, all my fries are eaten. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't have time to wait for my fries to get cold. Did you Did you know about the hack with McDonald's fries no. that somebody said? Well, any fries really. If you ask them to put your fries in a cup, you can then put it in your cup holder, and you easily eat it while you're driving and not get distracted. I like it. 
So there I like you go. it. Yes, fries do belong in a cup. Mm-hmm. Easy, so, easy access. Pro tip. I'll try that next time. Um, <laughs> so simple for me, just ketchup. <gasps> McDonald's fries and ketchup. Just ketchup. Eddie, that was so <laughs> like, <laughs> not like, as exciting. Like sometimes as what I'll do, it. sometimes what I'll do is I'll get um, chicken nuggets with okay. barbecue sauce. Mm-hmm. And then I'll dip my fries in the barbecue sauce, which I okay. like as well. Okay. But, but it's okay. I mean. Hey, I'm very simple. Very simple. Like this my burgers. My burgers are plain with just cheese and mayonnaise only. Hmm. Uh, you I, are very simple. I am five years old. <laughs> it's fine. I, I order grilled cheese at steak restaurants. So there you go. It's fine. There you go. We all have our things. Yes. But I was really anticipating something else. Scuba. Oh, I yelled at him and he looked at me like, what? Since he's sitting in the glass room, I would also like to know your perfect French fry combination. It could be any French fry from anywhere with what um, dipping sauce? This Because it was National French Fry Day this week. So I want to know your perfect combination. So as a kid, I liked McDonald's French fries dipped in honey. Like the little honey See, packets they give. Yeah. Freaking delicious. And then it kind of transitioned into Wendy's French fries dipped in a Frosty, which is kind of basic. Oh, this is the best. That's though. not basic, though. But it's really good, though. A lot of people so do it. Yes. And then as an adult, my ultimate favorite is In-N-Out Burger French fries Ooh. dipped in their, um, what do you call it? Their, their special sauce, basically. A special okay. sauce. But their French fries are fresh. They, right in front of you, will take a potato and they put it in a machine and it slices it and they cook it right then and there. And it's, it's not frozen. It's not packaged. It's a fresh potato chopped up. And it still yeah. somehow tastes like paper. No, it doesn't. It's so weird. It's so weird. I mean, they cut the potato in front of you, but somehow it still tastes okay, like paper. Shut up. Eddie, to also be fair, Eddie's answer was McDonald's french fries with ketchup. Uh, I mean, come on. Good. Oh, yeah, those are really good, dude. They are. Uh, they actually <laughs> are Do you not good. put ketchup? <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. You got like four different, four, uh, almost like five different oh, french man. fry combinations to try. Thank you scuba for for chiming in um yeah i just wanted to know i thought that was funny um when I've we never were heard of the honey yeah, that's interesting I, but i do love honey mustard so i would imagine sure. that's similar yeah do you yeah, like honey I guess mustard so. I, I mean it's fine i don't like mustard at all really on anything you're killing me over here um when we were in florida we ordered at a doordash restaurant have you heard of the ghost restaurants no where like a soup like an applebee's decides to do um takeout but they'll do it under a different name okay so we were in Florida, and one of those nights in Disney, we were so hungry, and we really didn't eat sit-down meals the whole week. We decided to order on DoorDash, and there was this place called, like, The Meltdown, and it was, like, all these grilled cheese variations or whatever. And we're like, great, we can order it to the hotel, perfect, we'll eat it, go to bed. We get it ordered, it was all kinds of messed up, right, and then didn't get anything right. <laughs> that was besides the point. We looked at the, the case that they came in, it was Denny's. What? It came from Denny's. So it was. So the meltdown was Denny's. Uh huh. We looked online. Sure enough, same address. So the meltdown Denny's. is does not exist. Nope. It's a ghost restaurant, and we've we've heard about we've talked about it on the show a few times. And of why a few do they do that? To make money, more money, and make it look for like Den- a, for Denny's to make more money. Mm-hmm, to make it look like they have a different restaurant or something like a specialty restaurant. And I have like. There's a place in town that has my favorite, like, cakes. If I want to slice a cake and I just need, like, I have a craving at, like, super late at night, there's a place in town that has them. And when I finally drove there once, I've always had it delivered, and I it finally decided. <laughs> I drove up, <laughs> and it was this place called, like, 312 Pizza. Not 312 Pizza, but a different pizza place. Uh-huh. And I was like, the frick? <laughs> Wait a second. I walked in there, I was like, I'm looking for my cake. He's like, oh, yeah, just one second. And he just pulls it out, and it's like this literal mom and pop 
pizza shop that I is not like, advertised that way. I feel way. like they can't be trusted after that. I, but it's so good. Like, no, I get, was, I get it. I get it. You're like, when the food's so good, who cares? I know. The meltdown. The, the grilled cheese, I think, would have been <laughs> really meltdown. good if they actually like got everything correctly. But um, yeah, it was it was an interesting experience to feel very deceived. Yeah, but be okay with it. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> it still tastes good. I just don't really know how to feel. Yeah. You that feel tricked. A, yeah. That was the first time I had been tricked by a ghost restaurant. Yeah, I've never heard of that. That's crazy. <laughs> so if you get tricked by a ghost restaurant, don't say I didn't warn you. Okay. Now you know. Yeah. <laughs> you might want to verify if you actually I care. I knew it was Chili's. <laughs> so yeah, there's that one. All right. Moving right along. Reba was in the number two spot this week. She called into the show and she's just the best. I mean, it's freaking Reba, but she gave us an update on her tour that she's going on with Terry Clark. She also talked about her restaurant in Oklahoma. And of course, we had to ask what's happening with the Reba reboot. We got all the details. Well, I should say Bobby got all the details. But you know, if you want to check out that full interview, it's on the best bits, just the bits. It's all up there. So you can go listen to the entire interview or you can watch it at bobbybones.com. But we're not going to talk about that. There was a study done and they were talking about how People were like confessing the mistakes you should make sure to avoid in your 20s. I'm coming up on 29. I got one more year left in my 20s after that. So I'm asking you, what is something that I should make sure to avoid in the last few years of my 20s if I haven't already? Some of the ones people mentioned were not taking care of your teeth. Yeah, that's um, big. Not being a bit frivolous, like spend some money, do some things. Don't save everything. And you can say if you agree or anything with these. Um planning your future based on a relationship you're in at the moment, going full adult too early, and not wearing sunscreen. Ooh, a little Baz Luhrmann. Lots in there. Okay, so I think the big one is money. Yeah. Is money. Uh, I know a few people that are late 20s and spend money like like they have to. Mm. Like really just no care in the world about spending money, about wait, uh, saving money. You got like, you, I know you. You could make good money in your twenties, but save it. Like you're gonna, you're gonna need a savings, like when you get older. And I think it's important that you don't think about that when you're young. It's like let's go to the bar, let's go, hey, whatever. Shots <laughs> on me, no big deal, whatever. I'll pay for dinner tonight. Don't worry. Like I have money, I make money. Mm-hmm. Save your money because when you get older, and you're like, dang, I'm forty, like. I don't have savings, <laughs> you know, I only have uh, hopefully 15, 20 more years to work and I can retire, but no, I can't because I don't have any money. I think that's something that you don't think about. So do you, um, do I think you, you're probably good because you're responsible in that way. I do. I've, my Again, another thing my parents very much instilled in me, yes. I saved a lot of money growing up. They started by helping me in the beginning. And then as I got older, I started putting, it was like everything from a paycheck. If it wasn't. of it, it was at least a decent chunk of it. And Mm -hmm. it was going in there that I just chucked away. Because especially if you're 16 and you're living at home, best time to save that money. You can spend five bucks to go to a movie or something with your friends. Yeah. And I know it's not five bucks anymore, but you know what I mean. (laughs) And put the rest of it in your thing and you save it. So do you disagree with the one that's like being a bit frivolous? Like almost like maybe you just need more of a balance. You should be saving, but still also go on adventures. I mean, I think it, I've learned this later in life that, yes, uh, vacations, spending money on experiences is important because you don't I've, I just grew up always thinking like I can't take 
I can't like keep a vacation. Like to me, it's just a waste of money. It's like mm-hmm. a waste of money to go do that. Whatever. No, I'm not going to go buy a plane ticket to fly somewhere else. It's just such a big waste. No, but those memories last way longer than something physical that you buy. Yeah. The stereotypical things. You know what I hate spending money on? Meals. Oh, food. Like, because you're just going to poop it. (laughs) Like, you're literally, it's just going to go through your body. (laughs) That ain't a quote of the week. (laughs) It's going to go through your body and that's it. Mm -hmm. Like, did you really enjoy that? Because that cost you $100. (laughs) <laughs> and you and now you flush it down the toilet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you're, you're not wrong, but dang, if I, it is a quote if I've ever heard one. But the older I get is like, it's not the food that you're going to go eat. It's the time and the memories that you'll make going out to dinner with your family, with friends or whatever. If you want to call it a friend, like, hey, let's go have dinner. I haven't seen you in two years. That is important. I think memories like that is important. I think it's okay to spend money on memories. So it's it's a good thing to have a good balance. Make sure yes. you're saving and spending on things that are going to matter later Correct. on. Not buying really things that you're probably never going to need. Correct. Good. And I don't spend a lot of money on food. <laughs> that you're just going <laughs> to poop it out. out. <laughs> can't believe that just came out of your mouth. All right. Any other things you want to add to that? Or do you want to leave it on your poop I think quote? the sunscreen thing is very important. I yeah. like that a lot. I mean, to take care of your body. Um, I've been very reckless with my body um, between like the things I consumed <laughs> throughout the years. Um, I, I, you know, like just stuff like that. Take care of your body because... It is going to wear out and you're, there's going to be certain things that you're not going to be able to do because you didn't take care of your body. Um, for me, like vision, my vision is just getting worse and worse. And that's crazy. Yeah. Like, and that's hard. That's it a hard is thing hard. To experience. It is hard. Uh, my hearing is way worse. Like I'm, I'm becoming the, ah, I can't, <laughs> what? I can't hear you. My wife's like, oh my gosh, why can't you hear me? Because I've been playing music really loud yeah. my whole life and like not taking care of my ears. And now as we talk, I have headphones on. Yeah, like blasting. And they're probably interior. really loud. Yes. So I would say stuff like that. Just take care of your body. Well, there. Hey, we needed some advice. Yes. And I needed to make sure it was instilled in me in these last few years before I hit my 30s. I think everything that we've talked about, you're doing really well on. Yeah, but hey, we all have ways to improve, right? Sure. And totally. so I got to make sure. I, sometimes I need reminders to be like, okay, yeah. don't do that, Morgan. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you get really excited and I'm like on Amazon too much. I'm like, I really need to quit spending my money. Mm-hmm. Save that money, Morgan. <laughs> You're going to need it. Yes. Oh, thank you for the words of wisdom. You're welcome. Maybe we need a new segment, Words of Wisdom with Eddie. Oh my gosh. Ah, that what was, you need to do. That was pretty good though. Those were, <laughs> hey, they were insightful and still they weren't like, you, you're like an old man telling yeah, me. It was like, yeah. you're just Eddie telling thank me. Thank you. Words of wisdom. And coming in last, which Lunchbox did notice this was number one and he had a lot to say about it, didn't he, Eddie? He was, what he is was this? angry. That Lunchbox came in at number one. He came when I was recording oh, the bits did part say of this, this. He came running in and was like, like, really? Eh. Really? Yeah, he got mad. But you know he's number one because he could be getting his own scratch off lottery ticket. Who knows what's going to happen, but it's possible. We're doing Spitfire random questions to end this. You ready? Let's do it. What song would make the best theme music for your life? Ooh, for my life. Uh, baby, don't worry about a thing. <laughs> Bob Marley, Three Little Birds. Because oh, every little thing is going to be, be all, all right. right. Yeah, and you're living on an That's island. That's kind of like my my motto. Like, hey, it's all good. Don't worry. Even though I worry about things. I'm like, just don't worry. You try. You try your best. Try really to hard a, not a to worry. little worry bird. Yeah. Li- <laughs> there are birds associated with that song, right? Three Little Birds. Yeah, okay. I woke up this morning. Okay, I was like, I'm not making that yeah. up. Yeah. When was the last time you laughed so hard that you cried? Oh, my gosh. 
Oh, that's hard. That's hard. That's hard. Let me think. Let me think. Um, I mean, doing the sore losers with Lunchbox and Ray, like <laughs> we go, like, we laugh. I can't. I think the episode of where Ray said that he showered, he used to shower with his dad, oh. <laughs> not as a kid, but like as a teenager. Oh, I think it's maybe maybe he was like twelve. 13, maybe. <laughs> he said that he would shower with his dad. It was a normal thing to shower with his dad, him and his brother. And I, and we laughed so hard. You had tears. That we had tears. Oh, you guys need to go find that episode. Go find I need it. To find Ray that showers with his dad. Also, how did that not make it to the big show when that came out as a confession? <laughs> I <don't know>. uh, <laughs> what? That's funny. What was the most outrageous <laughs> lie you believed as a child? Outrageous lie. I had several. Like, I, if I popped my knuckles, I'd get arthritis. If I sat I, too is close, is that not to true? Because no. I still my, tell my kids that. I don't think it's true. Okay. Um, actually, I know it's not true because I've looked it up, and I gave my mom a hard time for always telling me that. Um, if I sat too close to a TV, I'd go blind. That may be true now. <laughs> I mean, sure. I, 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 that can't be good for you. <laughs> it can't be good, but I don't think be. it makes you go blind. Um, I remember we were at a basketball game, and I don't know if it was my dad or my mom or somebody told me that um, that. Basketball players do special butt workouts because they always fall on their butts. <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. They, so, so I remember like when I was trying out for the middle school basketball uh-huh. team, I'm like, we got to do butt workouts. And they're just like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah, dude. Like, so whenever you fall back, like whenever you're trying to go for rebounds and everybody falls on their butts or you're trying to drive the lane mm-hmm. and you fall on your butt, you need to have padding back there. And they're just like, shut up. Like, what are you talking about? Like, I swear my parents told me that. Like, and then they told me eventually, like, no, that's, we were joking. Like, you passed but, it on. But you know, too, like my parents are such like little jokers that, that they just joke uh, and they don't remember what they're joking about. They just mm. say things. And so I remember that for the rest of my life. But they just said it on a whim like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they did special workouts so their butts don't get hurt. That's hilarious. And That's, the fact that you passed it on. Oh, yeah. And I was funnier. trying to tell my teammates, like, guys, we need to do butt workouts. Uh-huh. Idiot. Oh my God, so that had dumb. to be embarrassing when you're finally So like, embarrassing. That's not true. So dumb. That's a good one. And that's a great one to end on. Eddie, let the people know where they can find you and hear you. Oh, you can find me. My address? You want me to give people my yeah, address? Yeah, give them your address. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me at Producer Eddie. That Uber on... driver has it if you guys want to find Eddie's Oh my address. gosh. You think he's going to pay me that check? No, I don't. Also, you should claim that in Uber, by the way. I was going to tell you that after this. I segment. can write, yes. I could tell Uber? Yes. Oh. I will show you after this. Okay, because I do. I have a uh, a screenshot of the map on oh, how he took me it. all it's over in town. In your app, Eddie. Oh, my Atlanta. I will what do help you. you. And I, I just don't worry about. It. I'll okay. help you. <laughs> You're gonna get me paid. I try to. Yes. That's what I'm talking yeah, about. I will help you. Okay. Good. Okay. App producer Eddie. Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, all that stuff. Ooh, my reels are getting real good. Check okay. that out. Okay, maybe not those. Um, but yes, those. <laughs> Support Eddie. I believe in him. Um, <laughs> Thank and you. And where to listen to you? Oh, on the Bobby Bones show. No. Hey, every weekday morning from, what do you, what do you okay, mean? Yes, they can listen to you there. Sore, sore losers. losers. <laughs> oh, sore losers with me and Ray and Lunchbox. <laughs> it's a great time. We laugh until we cry. Oh, man. Okay. And I am at Love Girl Morgan on all the things. The show is at Bobby Bones Show. <sighs> Thank y'all for listening, hanging out, hearing about our vacations and Eddie and I's conversations. They're always great. It's always a good time. Good so times, Morgan. I love it. Sorry I made you more tired. No, I'm good. <laughs> My bad. Talking for eight hours. Like uh, we try. We try really hard. <laughs> bye, y'all. Have a great weekend. Yes, Bobby Bones. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. 
And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there.